At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Live from our studios in Austin, Texas, this is Drinkin' Bros Fake News with Ross Patterson. Dan Holloway, Papa G with the traffic, how you feel? Not good. Yeah? Field reporter, Hot Bob, and Delco Dan with sports. Welcome to Fake News. Yeah, welcome to Drinking Bros Fake News, everybody. Bringing you the realest, fakest news from over the weekend. Start off with some real news at the top of the show here. Danthony, you're back. Mm. You beat the virus. Yeah. Yeah, just like Trump, dude. Well, yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, it's not that big a deal. No, it is. Um, and when Trump <clears throat> beat it, like uh, I think that saved the world slash America. And now that you've beat it, I'd put you number two behind Trump. Well, I've beaten it several times now. How many times have you had it now? Three. I've had it three as well. But I've also beaten several colds, the flu. Yeah, yeah. Now, but here's what I can't figure out. Kind of the same. So I remember in uh, June of 2021, um, Joe Biden said if, if we got the vaccination, you would never get COVID again. So what happened there? Well, I've never been vaccinated. Yeah. But I, and, typically uh, from natural immunity, you get about nine months. So I'm kind of glad it happened early in, this, in the flu season. Because okay. in three months when all you assholes are sick, sure, we could just keep working. Yeah. And you don't have to worry about getting me sick again. <laughs> um, and my thing is, if I'm going to kill somebody's grandma, it's going to be with a fucking shovel, not with a bitch-ass virus. With a cough. You know I mean, I'm not, that's gay. I'm not doing that. Shovel or cough? How, how <laughs> to kill your grandmother? One of those flat shovels, just mm-hmm. wing right in the back of the head. That mm-hmm. way you can just chop her head right off with it. Yeah, put it just clean off, dude, yeah. right in that hole. I think that's a great title for your autobiography, though. Shovel or cough? How do you want me to kill your grandmother? The Dan uh, it's, that's, that's long. Yeah, it's been longer. I think you're fine. I think you're fine to ride that out. Uh, some more real no- news at the top of the show here. Obviously, today is 9-11. Never forget. We got a package here sent to us from Drizzly right before we went on air, moments before we went on air, uh, from Kristen Titi, and I hope I'm pronouncing her last name correctly, I, I although I, I know so. that I'm not. Know that I'm not, Kristen, okay? I've she's in the in chat, I believe. If I'm, if I, yeah, she's in the chat right now. So She's awesome. She's one of the, the best, and uh, let's face it, it's, it's to be expected that I'm going to fuck up your name. Um, but 
We got two bottles of wine here, and uh, the the card says "Happy 9/11." Here are two bottles of wine, like the two twin towers. Never forget. Cheers, cheers. And these are nice bottles of wine, by the way. I want to say that first and foremost. This is the first time we've ever gotten 9-11 gifts on the show and know that we are grateful. Uh, both of us are big wine drinkers as mm. well, so this was fantastic. Thank you, Kristen. I'm not, I, I almost forgot about 9-11 today, and then you sent us these, and then I, I didn't forget. So <laughs> thank you very much. We greatly appreciate it. We also appreciate everybody who came out to uh, Alabama over the weekend. Man, what a, what a wild scene. Corks and tops. Did uh, did that tasting on uh, Friday? Said, hey, if you come into the store, we got the twelve packs for you. You guys showed up in full force. The entire store was sold out in twenty five minutes there on uh, University of Alabama campus at Tuscaloosa. Also, want to give a huge shout out to Rama Jamma for hosting us on Saturday afternoon. That place lives up to the hype. I know that's an institution for all you Bama fans there. Uh, love it. Love that place. I would kill to go back there. The stadium was rocking. I have not been there in, I think, 15 years. Uh, it's been a while since I've been back to Tuscaloosa. That stadium has only improved maybe the nicest college football stadium there is in the country right now, I think. Um, uh, there was some fans that were sitting next to us, and they were like, how does this compare to Ohio State in Ohio <laughs> Stadium or like Michigan or some of the big schools that you guys have been to? Uh, Tennessee. Um, and Penn said, State's the same. Penn they're, State they're, is great as well. They're big, but they're old. Right. And that's exactly what I told these uh, fans there from, from <clears throat> Bama. I said, look, uh, Ohio State and, and, ten, and Penn State and, and Michigan are, are great, but they're old stadiums mm. that were built 100 years ago. This is very new, very, very updated. And uh, the layouts with the suites and everything else, um, Bryant-Denny Stadium is, is, uh, has knocked it out of the park there. Uh, so that... That could be my favorite college stadium there is right now, uh, as far as the amenities and the way in and out and all that other stuff. And uh, we had a blast. Thank you so much for having us, guys, down at uh, Ram and Jamma. And, uh, and our distributor there for Hard AF Seltzer is Crown. Um, they're the ones who set up all these events and uh, went off without a hitch. Great communication. Um, we had an absolute blast there. Uh, thank you for having uh, me and Mr. Clayne Crawford and uh, the Independence Fund. And, and AJ Buckley, it was great, and we missed you, D'Anthony. Welcome back, friends. Welcome back. Yeah, I'm thrilled. <laughs> I can tell. Uh, you know the rules. It's the Monday show here on the old Patreon for Drinking Bros podcast. We always start off with some of our favorite memes from over the weekend. D'Anthony, what do we got up first? Uh, the first one is called I'm With Stupid. Okay. And it's just like, you know, synergy. Sometimes life just this it all comes together oh no oh boy shout oh, out maddie boy. b raps i mean oh. i'm very unlikely that justin bieber here uh <laughs> knew this was gonna happen and what do you do you can't be like hey i can't take this picture right now because well you know Holy it's shit, the dude. young man is in an impossible situation right he, here so he sure is yeah. oh, my i feel God. like he handled it gracefully everybody's smiling everybody's happy oh, yeah. no you just move them to the <clears throat> other side this is why you sign up for, uh, for Patreon, kids. For the audio listeners, uh, there's a young child there, about maybe 11, 12 years old, wearing a shirt that says, I'm with stupid, and then a finger pointing to the left. And uh, to the left is uh, a small girl who is 
suffering from Down syndrome. So, yeah, that's uh, that is a, that is an unfortunate pick. And what trophy a, is he holding? A great meme. I don't know. Pop that back up. Is and it a trophy? What were they a part of? It looks like some sort of musical notes. I you know, don't know. Something with music. I don't know. Uh, big fan of this. Big laugh. Maybe Glee Club out of this one. Again, that is Maddie B. Raps. Is it really? So I don't know who that is. I know who that is, but is that really him though? Yeah. What, I have no idea who that what's is. What's you that think mean? it was a Photoshop then? No. Really? Okay. What, what's uh? Maddie uh, B. Raps is a huge uh, YouTube channel. Mm. It's a kid who's got a huge YouTube account. Um, that's wild. This it might look even if it is photoshopped. It's a great meme. MC Calcium says uh, downs for a good cause, question mark. Yeah. Yeah. Down for a good time would have been a fine one, too, if you wanted to go with that. Um, What? What? We've got some listeners in the studio. You knew what you guys were getting into today, okay? You guys fucking knew what you were getting into today showing up here like this, all right? We'll get to you guys at the end of the show if you want to apologize (laughs) to the whole community there of, of down syndrome for that meme uh what do we got next Anthony? i think they're generally pretty happy people so i, I, don't, too. I don't think that's going to be an issue know, uh the, this one's just it's just drunk biden drunk biden okay say your mental focus is oh it's focused <laughs> i say it's i think it's i i haven't look i have trouble even mentioning even saying to myself my own head the number of years I no more think of myself as being as old as I am than fly. I mean, it's just not, uh, uh, I haven't observed anything in terms of, there's not things I don't do now that I did before, whether it's physical or mental or anything else. <laughs> you say your mental focus that is, is great. Yeah. Who is that? Shout out that Instagram account. <clears throat> Who is that, Bob? Uh, Mike Harvey's. Well, it's, it's I, if, really if this is great. his, yeah, I, you never know. It is. Yeah, it is actually. It is. Okay. It is his, okay. <clears throat> Mike Harvey's. That's a great fucking sketch there. Uh, dressed up like a cop and then somebody being pulled over for drunk driving. And then he was talking as if he was Joe Biden. <coughs> Couldn't be any more uh, time appropriate than now, especially after what happened over the weekend to that fucking guy. Jesus Christ, man. I don't know what they're going to do with him. Mm. I mean, we'll, we'll get to just it take him the behind the, this old yeller. Probably. You know, <sighs> I mean, I don't know point, what else you do. I don't either. Uh, what do we got next? Anthony, what um, mean we got next? The next one is called purple Cobra cocaine. Okay. Purple Cobra. Read the caption, Bob, because there's no way he's going to be able to read it. It's 3 a.m. and the boys just emerged from the same bathroom stall at the bar. There you go. And it's the Purple Cobras from Dodgeball doing their little hiss dance. (laughs) But that's how it is. You know, you're not fooling anybody. Everybody knows you just did cocaine. You did cocaine. Yeah. So just did cocaine to say, hey, that was really good cocaine or something instead of like, oh, man allergies are acting up <laughs> it's fine to say you just did good cocaine usually your uh, pupils don't dilate from allergies a lot of people doing blow down in a tuscaloosa this <clears> weekend <throat> uh, those guys party down there fun time no, you gotta do something down there also i'm gonna leave these drizzly bags on camera by the way they actually are a sponsor on our network uh they do uh, ross patterson revolution big fan of drizzly and it was on time it was on time so congratulations uh what do we got up next anthony this next one's the r word it's one of those uh social experiment things that you've seen maybe recently on social media where you have everybody in the line, then you ask them a question and they go stand from very likely agree or very much agree or disagree. And, uh, the, there's one gentleman involved who, uh, is an R word and he has a little trouble understanding 
what's happening. Now, the R word you're referring to is what? Retard. Oh, it is. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. Just wanted to make sure there. Go ahead and pop this up. The R word hurts my feelings. Oh, I'm actually really excited to see this. I gotta start right here. It's called us in the R word. Because it's not cool to use it. He's on the wrong fucking side. Oh, boy. The R word hurts my feelings. Oh, I'm actually really excited to see this. It's worth another watch. It's worth another watch. It's called us in the R word. Because it's not cool to use it. So he he, he thinks that the other people in the group are being rude because they went to the wrong, quote unquote, wrong side. But as it turns out, it's uh, him. Just him, yeah. That went yeah, to the wrong side. Yeah, sure is. Sure is on that one. You can't really write that, bud. No. I mean, it's just too on the nose. No, and you definitely need to be a <clears throat> Patreon member for that one. Yeah. Uh, that's not making it out of this group. <laughs> no. <laughs> what, what, what do we got up next? Uh, the next one's called Tranny Architecture. Okay. Sure, we're really going for it today. Yeah. I like that we're back today. Let's go. So, <laughs> this is, uh, it's like a, a blueprint for a house sure but you can see that the majority of the area including a 5g lounge is the transgender area uh towards the back of the room there's a cum table oh, um and then there's a depression room and a crack smoking room as well <laughs> this is just a new design you, you've you've heard of these like c40 cities yep we're getting close carbon neutral cities and all this other mm-hmm. stuff this is just the the future for transgender people yeah that's what it's going to be. It's primarily a large open area with a cum table and an area to smoke crack and be depressed. If you take the transgender out of this, you, this is a floor plan of my apartment. Is it really? Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. Maybe? Am I, am I happy or am I sad for I don't you? Know, I got 5G point? and I got a cum table, Ross. I you feel like everybody should have a cum table. A cum table is great. 5G is great. Uh, the crack smoking room, it could be great if you're rich enough. Like if you're Hunter Biden level of rich, it's great. I'm not, but I want him to feel comfortable if he comes over. I, and I understand that because we all want to party with him. He's still number one on our list. And I want, I want to repeat If that. you build it, he will come. I, I, literally, because there's a cum table there. So sure, sure. Uh, what's the last one here that we got? <clears throat> last one is uh, called Racist Turtle. Mm. All right, that sounds great. Yeah. And pop that up. So it's a dude with a black shoe, or black tape on his shoe, okay. and the turtle is aggressively headbutting it. Yep. Then when he removes the black tape and it's a white shoe, the turtle looks and then walks away. Oh, boy. And then there's a black man in a hoodie that's like, what the fuck? And by the way, we have a black listener here in the studio today. So Yeah, did you know that turtles were racist as shit? I bet he does. <laughs> I'll ask him at the end of the show. He's going to come up for Drinking Bro of the Week at the end of it. Well, what you really want to know is if Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are also racist. Sure do. I don't think they are because they were hanging out with their, like their boss was a rat that was Japanese. Well, I, they, I think... they, they changed it in the new one, by the way. Why? You know that, right? Mm-mm. Yeah. They had to add a, a black character to it. Uh, in that, which so, which one was black? The lady, like the girl who helped them out, April O'Neil. Yeah, yeah. So now she's kind of like a chunky, gay uh, black woman now. So well, took I the kids to see that. Guess I just don't ever need to see that then. 
Well, it's for people out there who are like, I know a lot of people are pissed off that they can't jack off to the M&Ms or, uh, or April or anybody like the cartoon yeah. characters anymore. There's actually, you can add that one to the list. Isn't there a You're fucking porn actress named April O'Neil? There I'm is. Sure. Bob, if you could look it up. There sure is. She's one of the very, very best in the business. And we, I support April O'Neil. I think she retired though. I think mm. they're just trying to change our kinks though. Cause like people of my age were like selectively fed big titted goth girls. In our cartoons, yep. and so now uh, I think they're just trying to mix it up. Just show a picture of her from Google, Bob, because you're not going to be well, able he's, well, he's to, already watching to do it from. I know every I, single every picture single time it's, is it's, blurred out, uh, though. It's Bob just trying to watch porn at work. Why not? Also, here's what shows up. Show this screen. Okay. You can show the screen. Can we show this? Yeah, it's all censored. <laughs> like she doesn't have one normal fucking picture. <laughs> Jesus, we've got to have one normal April O'Neil. Yeah, 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 I can click. What's oh, that? Yeah. Because otherwise, it. Ninja Turtles is going to come up. That's a good point. It's only Ninja Turtles. Oh, oh, wow. oh shit, porn. dude. Dan Delco versus Bob here. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Like, why don't we combine the two? Oh, April, Rob sure April, has a ton cosplay. of energy after not having to go on two trips, huh? <laughs> don't don't get me started on this. <laughs> Bob, let's go. Find me April O'Neil, damn he it. still can't. She's one of the biggest and brightest in nope. her industry. Definitely She's probably on one. Instagram. I don't know if she does no, anymore. No, no, if no, she retired, no. I don't know if she has one. Happy medium. At no. least there's at least a twelve. No, no, no. God. We cannot show that on there. Oh well, that, I don't know. This is basically all I'm getting. He's also fingering her nipple. No, like, there's gotta be in. April O'Neil. Wait, the is that adult film star? Is that nipple sounding? Yeah, he's nipple sounding. That's a thing. That's definitely a thing. I do that to myself. I don't even know if that's sexual. Well, this is. My God, Bob. Hey, we, you we've got to like this figure is... it the fuck out. First of all, get rid of the blurs. <laughs> Uh, secondly, find April O'Neil. She's one of the very best in the business. Damn it. She was. Unless she's dead. Did she fucking die? Here, I found finally. Go Thank her. you. That's her. Thank you. There's an IMDb Jeez, page. Christ. Sure. No, this is it. This is it. She's great. There she is. I actually don't recognize her. I just remember the name. Well, you <clears throat> recognize her without clothes on, and that's the problem. Uh, well, I don't really look at people's faces. No, it's we never do. Innocent face. It's gross. She does, I, I and that's, that's what made her really fly, but I think, fly? if memory serves me correct, yeah, she took off. Okay. She's an angel. <laughs> I thought you meant she... She's an angel on this earth. She took off into the clouds in the sky, and she's above us now. Um, is, is, she, is she dead or alive? But I think she had a kid, <laughs> and then she got out of the biz, and that's kind of what happens there. I mean, she's 36. Now? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Because it was this was a back in the day Jack. I don't know. I mean, uh, this wasn't a new this wasn't a new Jack yeah. City. This Jokovic was a back in, in the Phoenix? day Jack. Djokovic just won the fucking U.S. Open at thirty six. He sure did. So it's po- you can't get possible. railed out at thirty six. Uh, you can, but it, it depends on. Uh, maybe she found the dude. I always picture these porn stars because you grow you grew up with them. That that somebody some rich dude finds them is like, oh my god, finally, I have enough money to marry my dream girl from childhood. And then they go off and live this amazing life. And I could be totally wrong. I this. feel like if your dream girl is a porn actress, you've lived a pretty shitty life. I doubt it. If you sur- surveyed, uh, if we family feuded this shit and survey said all the people, I bet it would be 50-50 on this one. Who was yours as a kid? Do you remember? My what? Who was your first crush? Celebrity-wise. Oh, I don't, I don't remember. I do. It was uh, Alyssa Milano. Bob, you said yours the other day. Who was it? My first was it crush? Tiff, Tiff, Tiffany Amber Thaisen? Probably, uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Kelly Kapowski. Um, so that makes sense. Oh, but I was it, more of a fucking uh, Jesse. Oh, Jesse Spano. Because she, yeah. she was on pills and shit all the time. Big fan, dude. By the way, like, yeah. super hot in real life, too. Like, all, I mean, plays in real life where you're just like, oh, shit, dude. I get it. 
I mean, you, you, that's somebody you risk it all for. But I, I think with a lot of people, they're like, all right, if I can marry my favorite porn star, this would be great. I don't think anybody wants to marry their favorite porn star. I beg to differ. Fuck. Put that in the comments. Maybe fuck, but no, definitely not marry. Mm. Jesus Christ. I found out what she's up to these days. Who? What is she doing? Yeah, hey, what is she doing? Yeah, go ahead and take a look. No. Yeah. That's not real. This is, this is her Instagram. Uh-huh. Oh, that's her Instagram? Yeah. Leaning in. Leaning I in. like it, dude. Is that so? Is that the wait? Is that the real April O'Neil yeah. or is that the yeah. porn star? This is her porn star, right? But, she, it's, but it's her name. It's, yeah, it's the porn star playing who she named herself after. God, she, that's great. That's a little too meta. Uh, no, it's not. That is right. That is exactly branding what wise. Came, what you should be doing. I don't know what came first here. I I don't either. Well, probably Donatello. <laughs> you think he came first? I guess. He I don't was know. The he the, he was the most boring one, so I figured, yeah. I like how we're just breaking down who the weakest turtle is who would come first. I mean, first so here's show. what happens. Donatello busts in like three seconds. He's mm-hmm. a nerd. Fuck him. Leonardo, missionary only. He kisses her on the mouth a lot. It's just kind of, he's too much of a gentleman. Uh, Raphael, he's mean to her. He actually probably at least slips a thumb in the ass without asking for, you know what I mean? Or spits he, in her mouth. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. all kinds of just do, like just gross stuff. And then Donatello... Uh, I think she probably craps on Donatello. Mm. Donatello's mm. in the corner. Yeah, like zoom into their faces because everything you need to know, you can read off their faces right now. I so, mean, they all look the same. They're wall-eyed <laughs> with an open mouth. Yeah, are you talking scat porn here? Is that where we're going with this? Uh, I don't know about scat porn. Maybe, maybe some sewer porn. Well, look, if it's on a shell, does that even count? If you're, if, if somebody's taking a shit on your shell, it's not really getting on your skin or face. Does that? I mean... Well, yeah, and I think what happens is maybe she's, like, been used out so much by the time she gets to Donatello, she's like, crap on me, and he's like, you know, he's like, you've merely adopted the crap. I, yeah, what I does turtle shit look it. like? They shit, right? Yeah, they shit. I, I would imagine it's kind of small, circular clumps, like, perf- well, it depends like on what kind bigger rabbit-sized shit. What kind of lower intestine they have, because, like, deer do that. They, they mostly roughage them. Yeah. Right? yeah, not sure. Not sure on Find that some uh, turtle shit. We've got it. Yeah. Me really? Yeah. Pop it up. Pop I mean, it up obviously, that didn't take long for Bob to find. No, it sure didn't. Look at that. Mm. Bob was all over that. That's exactly what I thought it was going to look like, actually. Not the top uh, right one, but the, the middle one. The middle one kind of looks exactly what I thought it was. It almost look like. looks like a turtle. All right. Yeah. yeah. Looks like it hurts. That'll work. That'll work. Uh, I don't feel bad about myself. Uh, let's get <laughs> to the news, shall we? <laughs> Just blown through. <laughs> This was my news, Ross. A quick 25 on uh, April O'Neil. She deserved it, though. She deserved it. 9-11. Did Elon Musk prevent nuclear war? Uh, A top advisor to Ukraine's uh, president accused Elon Musk of enabling Russian aggression after the billionaire entrepreneur acknowledged denying satellite internet service in order to prevent a Ukrainian drone attack on a Russian naval fleet last year. The Starlink satellite internet service, which is operated by Mr. Musk, uh, rocket company SpaceX, has been a digital lifeline in Ukraine since the early days of the war for both civilians and soldiers in areas where digital infrastructure has been wiped out. On Thursday, uh, CNN reported on an excerpt from uh, Walter Isaacson's upcoming biography, Elon Musk. It's a I'm weird title that's be for about the him, book. right? Yeah. Was it going to be about Elon Musk? I guess. Um, It'd be hilarious if yeah. it wasn't. It's just somebody else all the way around. Uh, that's uh, his, the, the company uh, later published that uh, said the billionaire had ordered the, the deactivation of Starlink satellite service near the coast of Crimea last September 
to thwart the Ukrainian attack. Now, that was a lie, right? I don't know. Yeah, no, it was a lie. Okay. Um, so it, it said, the excerpt also said that Musk had conversations with a Russian official that led to uh, him worrying about um, an attack on Crimea uh, provoking a nuclear response from Russia. <clears throat> what actually happened was uh, the service wasn't even available there ever. And the Ukrainian government probably through the State Department, put in an emergency request. So they wanted, they wanted Musk to take what he was giving to civilians in Ukraine so they could communicate with each other and give it to them so they could launch an attack against Russian warships. Okay. Right. And they're butthurt that Elon didn't do that. Now, I'm not sure what responsibility an American citizen has to use his privately owned business to facilitate a war that he doesn't agree with. That seems like a weird standard of patriotism to me. Yeah, and uh, uh, this story, obviously, you write the news um, every week. Uh, this story is interesting to me because uh, if you're rich enough, you can get these satellites and watch what's going on and all this other shit. <laughs> it's a story I talked about a few years ago on the show with uh, George Clooney, uh, and I believe it was Matt Damon, went in on a, uh, a satellite to watch over Darfur, uh, um, and they used to just watch it all the time and see what the war was going on and everything else. And, and they, I think it was Clooney who said he got addicted to watching the footage, which, you know, you <clears> kind of <throat> understand at a certain point, especially if there's nothing going on and you've already binge watched Stranger Things. Why not watch a war going on from above? I assume that, that Elon was doing the same thing with this, where if you have that type of access, which he does, right? Don't you think that he's got people or advisors or somebody watching over this shit going, hey, if we were to give this to so-and-so or so-and-so, here's what the, the ramifications could be? Well, according to the biographer, he had a conversation with a Russian official about that. That, that may or may not be true. I don't know. But <clears throat> what Musk said was that they asked him to turn it on for Sevastopol and Crimea. Uh, and Ukraine did? Yes. Okay. And he said the obvious intent being to sink most of the Russian fleet at anchor. Um, and if I had agreed to their request and SpaceX would be explicitly complicit in a major act of war and conflict escalation, which is absolutely true. It's like you don't have one. You don't have the right to, to steal our fucking money and give it to these cunts in the first place. Right. We're funding not just the government and the war, but the pensions of Ukrainian people now. Like, what the fuck? So that's all bad enough. But then trying to, like, co-op some dude's private company. As an instrument of war like that, fuck you, man. You don't have the right to do that bullshit. Well, or do they? Um, <clears throat> no. I, no, I, look, I, I'm, I agree with you, but we have instances in the past where they did. Um, who was it? Uh, Zuckerberg. When he went on Rogan and said, hey, the, the FBI physically came to my office and asked me to kill that Hunter Biden story right before the election, they did it and were able to do it. And, and they the, asked a, a privately funded company to do this. And the Fifth Circuit just ruled that that was unconstitutional. Right. So, no, they don't have the right to do it. Jake Tapper on CNN went so far. He had Blinken on the other day, and, and he was, like, very aggressively almost <clears throat> demanding that there be some kind of repercussion against Elon Musk. And Blinken kept writing him off. Like, all, all I'll say is that we're thankful for Starlink to be in that area in the first place because he knows that he doesn't have the right to do that bullshit. But the... The entire left is like, oh, he's fucking pro-Russia, anti-U.S., anti-Ukraine. God damn, dude. Like, you, you can do whatever stupid shit you want with your free time, but you're not entitled. This is, this is one of the major problems in the modern West. 
just because you have an opinion and you think you're uh, taking the high road with your bullshit opinion doesn't mean you have the right to enlist people against their will to participate in your fucking delusion or whatever bullshit you're doing. Mm -hmm. Shut the fuck up. Um, me personally, I'm shocked <clears throat> that they haven't gotten together and, uh, and asked to, to swing this one way or another. We've already seen the power of social media with the election. And I know you've said this on the, on the program in the past, but uh, there's other ways to interfere with an election other than ballot harvesting and everything else. It's by simply silencing stories or different campaigns and all that other shit, which both of us believe happened in 2020. Mm -hmm. um, I'm surprised that they haven't gone to Facebook and Twitter and, uh, well, I guess Facebook owns Instagram. Uh, TikTok they can't go to because that's China. Uh, and said, look, guys, let's shut down all of Russia's <laughs> Facebook, uh, Twitter, communication, everything else, so they can't communicate with the outside world. I think all that stuff is banned in Russia already. Yeah, Russia is already oh, is? doing that so that they can interfere with their own political, <laughs> for their own political machinations. Yeah. So that their people can't see anything about how maybe their country sucks ass. Yeah. So are they able to communicate within their own country to themselves then? Or are they just yeah, shutting they have it their down own, They have their own version of Facebook. They have their own version of probably Twitter, I assume, too. But definitely, if, I forget what it's, it's some stupid thing. But mm. yeah, they have all that. Okay. The same way China does. China's like Weibo, I think, is their Twitter or something like that. Gotcha. But it, it's, it's not owned by Twitter, right? Weibo is a different company? Yeah. Okay. Um, because you would, you would have to think the, the numbers would go down, stocks would go down, and all that other shit. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know why they no, would ask. No, they're not. Russia is not a huge user base for them. For a lot of these companies, like you, you won't see like major swings in their stock by losing people, like losing countries like this. Um, How many people are in Russia? Yeah, but you're at, yeah, hundred million. But your average user base isn't quite the same, and they're not using it as prolifically as like the U.S. or other countries are. Okay, look at it this way with like Facebook in particular. Facebook's in India and Indonesia. Right, yeah. those are two countries that are way fucking bigger than Russia. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. like, pfft, you know, yeah, they don't care. Okay, I don't. I, again, I don't think their their stock valuation is directly correlated to like the average user base, which it was for a very long time. But like for over the past like decade, it's probably most likely been through ads. And so I don't know how much of like ad revenue is coming from Russia. Okay, gotcha. Uh, because I one would think that would factor into some of these decisions as well. And if and if it doesn't, then it doesn't. No, it does factor in because Elon Musk actively censors people on behalf of India, China, and Turkey at least. Like he's been caught multiple times doing he, that he, shit. He has server like the Chin the Chinese uh, the CPR or uh, CCR uh, CCR. Thank you. CCP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. CCP. CCP I'm sorry. Uh, CCR's credence. I mean, I obviously, obviously credence today. might be a little bit bigger. Um, they require you to house all the information if you're going to have a tech company there inside their country. You have to have all your servers located inside China, where the government does has access to. Uh, like you only have it, to house it. Chinese data there. You don't okay. necessarily have to house any of your other country's data, but that is a stipulation if you want your your app to be. Now this makes more sense because I I would have thought then at some at a certain point the American government gets together and says, hey, let's shut down all these fucking things in every every country and uh, and kind of box them in. Well, if it was just because it would be effective if, if it was do it if it was just tech like encryption or something like that they would have a better argument because technically speaking encryption is encryption and uh encrypted hardware both considered weapons to the state department right so uh -huh. you you would <clears throat> like if you developed a crypto service and you sold it to the russian government for example that would technically be international arms trading 
according to the U.S. government. Got it. I had a buddy back in the day getting some trouble for that, but he ended up suing the government and they had to fuck off. But um, <clears throat> it is it is a weird situation. So, but anyways, uh, we're we're way off track here. I don't give a shit about any of this. Uh, I look. I think it's interesting. So, is he gonna out him in the book then? Is that what's going to happen? Or I mean, it's, guy... already, it's yeah, he, they have the, that part's already been discussed. And that's, that's what we're discussing. All the details, so far as I know, are available now, which is that Elon talked to somebody. He, he talked to both the Ukrainians and the Russians. The Ukrainians, according, from his perspective, were clearly just wanting to get that switched on, not for the civilian population, but to launch a military attack. And he mm-hmm. said no. Okay. So, but it was a. It's been a lie for the entire time. When it, it first came out, it was Elon. T- they had service, and Elon turned it off to fucking interfere with a military operation. Not true. Never happened. But also, it's, that is it is a weird <clears throat> thing to get. I, I'm tr- having trouble wrapping my head around his logic, to be honest, because the Ukrainian military uses Starlink every day. Sure, I'm sure they do. Yeah. No, no, like explicitly, they use Starlink. Like it's they couldn't communicate without Starlink. So I don't know how that would be more of an act of war than every act of war they do every single day with the help of Starlink. <clears throat> well, yeah. it's, it's one thing to have the government piggybacking on a civilian-provided service, which is what it is, right? It's another thing to switch it on just for one military operation, which is what that would have been. And to give them, to get, to give them deliberate data that they necessarily would not have had because of such. Right, right. Yeah, it's, and uh, what, what Elon was really thinking was he didn't want to piss off China. I don't think he gives a fuck about Russia or Ukraine. But Russia is an ally of China, and if he did that, China would have something to say about it. Yeah. And that's the user base that he's going after right now, China and India. Well, everybody is, right? That's the biggest country in the world. So, yeah. Uh, next up, uh, CIA-funded Nazis in Florida. Find out. Laura Loomer traveled to Florida recently. Uh, you probably don't know who she is. You can pop up a picture of her, Bob. She's pretty attractive. Mm-hmm. Uh, am I thinking the wrong person? Probably. Maybe Lara Logan is who I'm thinking of. She's Bop definitely hot. I don't know. It's Ross type, I'd say. What's that? Uh, it, That'll play. That's, that, is, that is the best picture that exists of her. I promise uh, you that. Look, I only see the best in people, guys. So you can, yeah. put, the, you can put that on me there we for go. being a positive person every day. You know? Mm, that's a little bit more. This is more no, like what you see while it's happening. Guys, that's from the side. That's, uh, I don't believe in that. That's Photoshop. There are several. News. There are several states <clears throat> this woman will be kicked out of a library for reading to children in. Fake news, Bob. That's <laughs> fake news. That's a fake news pick right there. Those are fake lips right there. Well, oh. we never shy away from that. Uh, now that you know who she is, uh, but you probably saw one of the attendees of the rally named Christopher Pole House, that's a fun name, strangely professing his support for Ukraine. You guys have all seen this video, right? The guy, the tatted up dude that's like, yeah, we support Yeah, because he sends rockets. Whatever. Biden sends rockets to Ukraine. Yeah, so yeah. we support Biden because he sends rockets I to Ukraine. I have not seen the video, actually. And then he said, Slava Ukraine and hail Ukraine and all that. Pop, pop up the video if you have it, Bob. I haven't seen it. Um, yeah, you can just type in his last name on Twitter. Yeah, and, and, I'll, and I'll keep, uh, not, keep not reading one. Oh, it's here. not that one. Okay. No. Uh, Paul House uh, also uh, voiced his support for President Joe Biden. He says, Biden's better than Trump because he sends rockets to Ukraine. Heil, Ukraine? Heil Azov, uh, whatever that is. Azov Battalion is the Nazi battalion. Okay. Uh, not, not too familiar with my You guess. haven't, you the haven't seen one. the Ukrainian flag with a swastika on it? I've seen it, That's but I, I don't know what's uh, what it's based in or, or anything else. Uh, it's based is this in, the video? Yeah. Okay. Play the video then. Uh, Ter- yeah, forgive me. I terrible tax, one. by the way. I think Biden's better than Trump because he sends rockets to Ukraine. 
in support of Ukraine, you mean? And pay attention to the tatted up, face tatted dude in the background. Oh, gotcha. That's another guy. He goes by Boneface. Oh, does he? Well, see, he's efficient because these other guys, they got masks on, but he, he has the perma mask, so... That's smart. Yeah, you definitely wouldn't be able to pick him out of a lineup. No, not at all. Boneface, a character from the TV show Vikings? Uh, I don't know, but Face Bones is a character out of the TV show Metalocalypse. So. Yeah, and Bo- Bone Thugs and Harmony is a band out of Cleveland, Ohio. Um, now, with that guy's chain, pop that up one more time. That's a lot of money on a, on a swastika chain there. Oh, yeah, I think maybe he switches out the, the chain from time to time so his neck doesn't turn green. I doubt that guy's spending a lot of money on you gold. You don't think that's real? No. That's not from Jacob the Jeweler? Can't no. imagine there's a lot of jewelers in the United States that'll make that for you. No. Ah, well. Have you met jewelers? Maybe in Kentucky. Yeah, he's it's a dirtbag profession, yeah, my he's, friends. He's making a Jewish joke. Oh. oh yeah. <laughs> there's a place in uh, Cincinnati called Gold for Your Mouth. M O U F. Yeah. And they make like platinum grills and shit. They sure do. So I, you could probably go there and get it. 10 out of 10 would get my business. Um, um, yeah. Bob, Anyways. I, I, I do want to acknowledge that joke, Bob. Okay. There's, there's not many that pass me. I just get off a flight. So yeah, I'm going to give you that one today, Bob, and I appreciate it. So despite all this, obviously the media calls these people far right extremists because that, that's just the narrative. It's that fascism and racism is all a right wing problem right. which is funny because the clan was started by the left and fascism came from the left and so on and so forth but, slavery as well you know uh so an investigation conducted by loomer who is she's a bit of a kook but every now and again she fucking i mean it, she's she's a free swinger i'll say that strikes out she, a lot oh, she definitely but is. she hit some yeah. fucking bombs too yeah, so yeah, yeah. <clears throat> her investigation found that one of the guys at the rally the guy with the face tattoos behind homeboy screaming his name is kent mcclellan and he goes by Boneface. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> he's apparently previously worked for the agency for the CIA in Ukraine. Great. Great, dude. Sorry, what? <laughs> so play that other video that you had queued up, Bob. I, and we can listen to this guy run his suck hole for a few seconds. Now, this I'm not surprised by. Like, this is, is probably the least surprising thing about uh, Ukraine. Go ahead. So wait, wait before you play it. <clears throat> so he was arrested by the FBI in Florida in May of 2012 for domestic terrorism. He then left the United States in 2014 for Ukraine, joined a CIA-backed Ukrainian Nazi militia called the Right Sector, which is associated with the Azov Battalion. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, he reportedly returned to Ukraine in 2022 and then was deported by them um, back to the U.S., even though he had obtained Ukrainian citizenship, which is kind of weird. Um, she uploaded this video showing him describing how in, in Ukrainian how he fucking worked with the agency over there. So, yeah, now you can play it. But, okay. I mean, it's... You're going to have to... Bob, you're going to have to read what he's saying because yeah. just turn the audio off. It's all Ukraine. Okay, the first time I went to Ukraine, I was right after the Maiden Revolution. Our regiment wasn't formed yet. It was just a battalion, but I was actively cooperating with the British Right Sector Volunteer Corps. So British Nazis, I guess. I don't know. Sure. Uh, and through them, I found myself in the misanthropic division. They say the FBI put me there, but the FBI had nothing to do with it. It was actually the CIA. They set me up with them. So our, our own CIA? Yeah. I guess at that time, okay. it was all about the revolution itself, about the fact that there were various military organizations acting, which adhered to the principle of nationalism. Nationalists here in the U.S. could never unite. You know what I mean? It's nothing like what was happening in Ukraine. I was very attracted to it, uh, as were 
many other volunteers from America when the Azov Battalion was first formed. The third company was composed exclusively of English-speaking <laughs> people from Norway, Finland, and similar countries. And, of course, Americans. So it was a unit that was made up of all sorts of people. From, from all, over, from the all yeah. over the world. And that was before Azov split into various battalions and units. So basically, you can kill it. Basically, the story this guy's telling, and it tracks with history, because around 2014, um, this report also shows uh, internal documents where uh, Obama lifted this the uh, ban on working with neo-Nazi militias in Ukraine. So there's a ban on that prior. Mm-hmm. And in 2014, he lifted that ban, which is around the time this kid was over there fucking around. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, uh, he's got a pretty long criminal record. It's a very Oswald-type situation. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, not necessarily in the Patsy side, but just a stupid, crazy fuckface being uh, uh, weaponized by the agency. Um, his criminal record shows that he has past charges relating to trafficking, methamphetamines, home invasions, assault and battery. Um, <clears throat> and then the, I mentioned before the FBI run in he had, it was for quote, preparing a terrorist act against national minorities in Florida. That's what the charge paper says. Okay. And then he found himself fighting in Ukraine somehow under the agency. And this, remember that the, the agency overthrew the fucking government back in 2014, mm-hmm. right? Um, so then he fled to Ukraine to join right sector, blah, blah, blah. In 2022, he returned to Ukraine and has since been deported. And now he's here at these, uh, federal agent hosted events, yeah. which is what they are. Yeah. All these fucking Nazi events you're seeing around Florida and the rest of the country. That's just feds. It's, it's people that either are federal agents or are working with federal agents. Just yeah. the same as fucking governor Whitmer kidnapping bullshit. Uh-huh. The uh, uh, January 6th. Speaking of January 6th, did you see that there was an insurrection today? No, where at? Uh, Kevin McCarthy's office. No shit. Yeah, have you not seen this? No, I, you know what's funny? So I saw it trending on the way into the office, but I was on a call and <clears> I couldn't put up any, any fun uh, insurrection footage. Uh, if you want to, we can go ahead and, uh, and add that to the news here. Yeah, if you want to go to Colin with two L's, Rug, R U G G on Twitter, you can see the video. It's, it's people from. Uh, uh, they're, they're writing in, in favor of a five-year reauthorization of PEPFAR, a program that addresses HIV-AIDS. Okay. Uh, um, yeah, started, which is, started by a Republican, <clears throat> actually. started by George Bush. Yeah, uh, which they, is kind of weird, right? Because New York eradicated AIDS through free medical treatment. Yeah. And these people are, like, protesting in D.C. They, like, they, like stormed into McCarthy's office and are so far as I know, may still be in there. I don't know if they would even stop him. Who wants to touch him? You know. And Bob, you said th- these are Republicans who stormed a Republican <laughs> office. No no, 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 no. I'm saying that the Pe- uh, PEPFAR, which is, I guess, going to be stopped potentially, was started by Bush. I forget the year, but uh, is he? Act- Bush has actually been getting a little bit of a retcon off of this, and a little bit rightfully so, to be honest, because apparently it saved up to like 30 million Africans for <clears throat> yeah. not a lot of money. Yeah, like okay. it, saved, it saved tens of millions of lives in Africa, uh, essentially prevented AIDS deaths. Okay. Um, and so these guys stormed the office today. Let's, uh, Kevin McCarthy's office, let's yep. see this footage here.
it's getting a bit repetitive. So look, maybe it, maybe mix it up, throw in a second verse. Well, I will say this, and one of the reasons why I was really keen on going to the White House and seeing all this shit and going to meet all these fucking people and seeing these offices is to see if you could actually get through here. I don't know how you would be able to get through security downstairs. I even get there were the probably metal in a, they were probably in a tour group, but or this group was planned to go and mm. chat with senators because that happens all the time, right? Groups are, are are allowed in access to go and chat with senators and congressmen based on certain issues. Somebody gives you, uh, you know, not a license for it, but uh, uh, like a fucking pass, like a goddamn, like you're on a on a field trip, and they let you in there to do it. Uh, if that's if they were allowed in, technically this wouldn't be an insurrection unless they stormed no, it's past still, security sure it is, and still. got in there. Like you're still trespassing. You broke into some dude's office. Like it, the the rules on uh, on things like burglary and breaking and entering. Just because you pass one threshold doesn't mean that if passing another one, you're you're good to keep opening doors. Right? right. It's still a crime. So. Did my, they not have a meeting scheduled with him? I, 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 guess don't, I don't know I'm about asking. any of that. Okay. All I know is that they rushed into his office and sat down and started chanting, which is a crime. Um, and I just wonder when the 15 to 22-year sentences are going to come down for these assholes. Probably tomorrow, right? <clears throat> I think they'll get sentenced and put in jail tonight, uh, and then three years, they'll, it'll, it'll happen. I just don't think it's that big a deal. I didn't think it was a big deal when the fucking women's groups went to the, the Supreme Court and then to the, the Senate, Hart Senate building and got into the atrium and started chanting. It's like fucking, it, it's a protest. It's yeah. a public protest on public property. Yep. It's not that big a deal. This is not that big a deal. I None did. of these people should, like, fine them or whatever because it, it makes them feel like they're heroes, whatever. But th- this is not a big deal. Anybody that sees jail time for this, that's a fucking travesty. D'Anthony, we got some sponsors that put this shit wagon on the air. First and foremost, ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. You know the bundle package is 50% off. You know it. They didn't come back from the dead. The IT department did not come back from the dead, and they didn't replace them. So it's still there. It's going to live there until you order the goddamn thing, okay? You got to go out and get it. Once you have it, you'll never go back. I've had it for, shit, man, three or four years now at this point. Me and my wife... Love it. You will love it, too. The Split King is the most popular version. It comes with two remote controls instead of one, but all the fun. Goes up, see downsy, all aroundsies, and you control your own destiny at night. So that way, if uh, your lava wants to go to sleep before or after you, you both have a remote control and you can do whatever you want. Now, yes, they still have the, the full version available, which I love. It's the one that I have with my wife. And it's great. I highly suggest it. But if you already have an adjustable base, and you're saying, Ross, I just need a goddamn mattress or some sheets or some pillows or an RV mattress or a weighted blanket. Use the promo code Drinking Bros for 40% off. Load up that cart as high as it'll go. They're forced to give you 40% off of everything in the entire store. Sheets are the best. Uh, best in the biz, in my opinion. Uh, I've got those in every single room in my house as well. And they're still giving you two free luxury pillows with a mattress right now. And the pillows are just as great as a goddamn mattress as well. Uh, so you can really load up over there on the deals. Head on over to ghostbed.com forward slash drink it bros. And when you check out, you're going to see a three-year pay-as-you-go program. No interest as long as you have decent credits. As soon as you check that box, all the deals that I mentioned are applicable with that. 
and they're forced to give you all those savings stretched out over three years. Take advantage of it. Go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today. Next up, we got mybookie.com. Promo code drinking bros doubles your first deposit all the way up to $1,000. Let's go, kids. Last Thursday, I told you to take the Lions over the Chiefs on fake news. So we've got another fake news show today. I'm going with the Bills. Minus two tonight over the Jets. As D'Anthony likes to say, the Jets have historically won on 9-11. Not tonight. I've got the Bills. Turn your love of sports into your new side hustle today at mybookie.com. Longhorns fans, you won a lot of money over the weekend. Congratulations on that. If your team's doing well, like the Colorado Buffaloes, you guys are winning a lot of money on that. I love to see it. Uh, get as much as you can. Inflation's out there. Trying to make some extra cash, dude. Turn your love of sports into your new side hustle. I've said it before and I'll say it again, dude. It's uh, It works if you can pick out the winners. Bet with us or against us on mybookie.com. Make sure to use that promo code Drinking Bros to double your first deposit all the way up to $1,000. By the way, if you put 100 in, uh, you're going to get 100 back, 200 in, 200 back, so-and-so. They just cap it at a grand. Otherwise, people will be trying to put 5K in there and trying to get 10K back. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so go ahead and bet on that. I'm in the bills, minus two tonight. That way I'm on the record, and you can come after me online in case I lose. Uh, next up, we got Babel. This summer, you can start speaking a new language with Babbel. Why Babbel? Because it works. Uh, instead of paying hundreds of dollars for a private tutor or fooling yourself with language apps that are a little more than just games here at this point, let's be honest with each other, Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel is designed by real people for real conversations. All of Babbel's tips and tools for learning a new language are approachable, accessible, and rooted in real-life situations and delivered with conversation-based teaching there. Uh, this is the easiest, uh, best app on the planet as far as learning a new language goes. This will help you out with simple phrases like, how do you get to the hotel? Uh, can you bring me the check? Can you give me directions? Things like that. So if you are going to travel this summer or, or towards the end of the summer here into the early fall where it starts to get a little cooler out there, this app will help you. So if you're going somewhere and you need some uh, quick tips real quick, breaks it down in an easy, simple way. It's it's not the AI bullshit, which is uh, trying to, to, to get you to understand complex sentences and all that other shit. That's later on down the road. Uh, this one... You can go to right away and start learning immediately. Studies from Yale, Michigan State, and others prove Babbel is better. For instance, one study uh, found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. I agree with that. Having gone to college and having used Babbel, with over 10 million subscriptions sold, Babbel is a real-life learning uh, for real-life conversations. There's a special, which is a limited-time deal for our listeners. Uh, to get started right now, you get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash drinking bros. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash drinking bros. That's spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash drinking bros. Rules and restrictions 
apply. Last but not least here today, we got expressvpn.com slash drinking bros. If you don't have a VPN right now, what are you doing? What are you doing? When you go to the bathroom, you always close the door right behind you, right? You don't want random uh, passerbys to come and peek in on you. So why would you let people look in on you while you go online? Your online privacy is important. That's why I use ExpressVPN, and so should you too. Using the internet without a VPN is like going to the bathroom and not closing the door. How is that? Well, your internet service provider knows every single website you visit. They can sell this information to ad companies and tech giants who then use your data to target you. ExpressVPN creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet so your online activity can't be seen by anyone. It works on phones, laptops, even routers, so everyone who shares your Wi-Fi is protected. All you have to do is just fire up the ExpressVPN app Click on one button, and it's as easy as closing the bathroom door. Get an extra three months free of ExpressVPN uh, free by going to expressvpn.com slash drinkingbros. That is expressvpn.com slash drinkingbros for three extra months free. Expressvpn.com slash drinkingbros. Best VPN service in the business. And I, I think the same way about January 6th. And, and the, my biggest issue is if you run as a politician for any one of these jobs and you piss off the people that actually elected you into office, this shit's going to happen. I, I don't know why we're shocked by it at this point. Like, I wasn't shocked by January 6th. I wasn't shocked by this or the one in Tennessee. I remember the one in Tennessee where they also stormed mm-hmm. and they got fired and a couple of them got rehired again, whatever the fuck happened no, there. No, they just got banned from the from the, the uh, house floor. Okay. So, and with that, it's like, hey, dude, that's your job. And, and if you piss off the citizens that elected <clears throat> you there, don't be surprised if somebody shows up in your fucking office. Yeah, I think uh, politicians should be scared of people. So do I. That's kind of the reason that we have the Second Amendment, actually. Yeah. And, uh, and I think if you're not doing your job properly and people want to show up and do whatever the fuck they're going to do, yeah. you know, there's a right and wrong way to do it, obviously. But uh, my guess is with this, they probably scheduled this group for another meeting with probably a Democrat or something like that. But once you're in there, all of these offices are next to each other. So you could go door to door and just run in McCarthy's office, but you still have to get past security at that point. Um, but that's my guess. So PEPFAR is, by the way, just to look it up to get some uh, context, it's uh, $6.8 billion a year. Um, I think it's been going, I forget how long it's been going, but it's totaled $110 billion over like two decades, basically, I, w- I would say. Uh, are you talking about finances or? PEPFAR, essentially paying to just save okay, lives gotcha. in Africa. Gotcha, it, gotcha, it's, gotcha. It's, I, like, I mean, Dan, how much do we give to like Pakistan a year in aid? Uh, I don't know. We gave them $16 million for gender studies. Sick. Yeah. And uh, I think the 2019 NDAA, it was 16 million for gender studies in Pakistan because they are super into that. Mm-hmm. Um, but but with this, does uh, <laughs> is Congress and Senate want to cut their funding, and that's why they're there? Yeah, they want to cut PEPFAR's funding, or maybe cut it completely. I think they want to cut it completely. I- I'm not totally positive on that. Well, that's the thing, Bob. When you're giving away money to, let's say, Ukraine, right? It's two hundred billion dollars. That's going to throw a wrench in the budget. Shit's going to get cut. Uh, um, yeah, I was. I did a show. It'll be out on Wednesday with Sean Matson from Matt Bach from <clears throat> Hydromax. He's a former uh, uh, Navy SEAL. I'm sure you guys all know him. 
friend of the show. He's been he, on a million times. He's he told me that he's been hearing from tier one and tier two operators that they're. Uh, budgets are fucked right now like mm-hmm. they're all their budgets are getting rolled back right now this is like uh, uh damn neck delta all these people yeah so i mean and even when we talked about uh the the migrant problem the illegals in in new york city and then uh you know mayor adams getting on saying well we're gonna have to cut all these services that you love and that we need for the city because of this yes it's exactly what you have to do mm-hmm. you don't have enough money in the budget so shit's going to get cut and why you wouldn't protest giving money against Ukraine for some of these other issues. I don't know. Um, because it's not just this. It's going to be education and a million other goddamn things that are going to get cut down as well because you're funding this fucking bullshit war that's going on. So let's not be shocked by all of this. Uh, next up, New Mexico governor goes full retard. New Mexico governor Michelle uh, Luan Grisham on Friday issued an emergency order suspending the right to carry firearms in public across Albuquerque and the surrounding county for at least 30 days in response to a spat of gun violence. The Democratic governor said she expects legal challenges but was compelled to act because of recent shootings, including the death of an 11-year-old boy outside a minor league baseball game uh, this week. Now, uh, Ms. Grisham also said state police would be responsible for enforcing uh, what amounts to civil violations. Um, how so? How, how are you going to do that this quickly? If you see somebody carrying an open uh, weapon, if you're a state police officer, you're supposed to give them a ticket. That's what that means. Okay. But the state police told her to go fuck herself, essentially. <laughs> um, as a matter of fact, a bunch of citizens also told her that. Bob, if you want to click the, I think it's the last On link. Twitter? Yeah, the last link on that thread, you can see, we can play that video. This was the response to uh, her. The YouTube or the, or the embedded Twitter one? Twitter. The Twitter okay. one, yeah, go ahead. <clears throat> yeah. What just happened by our governor has aggrieved you and gone against your rights as New Mexican citizens. So basically a couple hundred people showed up so with guns okay. and stood in the middle of downtown Albuquerque and told her to go fuck herself. Because it's clearly, you, you can cut this, it's pointless. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's clearly a violation of the Constitution. I mean, this is, this is so dumb. Actually, the Daily Wire supported it. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Did you did. see Michael Knowles on that? Yeah, he's a fucking idiot. Everybody <laughs> at the Daily Wire sucks now. I mean, it's that, that, I've never seen an organization allegedly conservative tank so fucking quickly. I'm sure they're still getting great subscriber numbers, but at, they're wrong about everything. What the fuck, man? It's it's insane to see that the just like they're dismantling their own company. They may as well go like have Liberty Safe on as an advertiser at this point. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, it, look, it's it's strange to see. Um, with this, uh, she goes on to say, "I welcome the debate and fight about how to make New Mexicans safer." Uh, she said at a news conference flanked by armed law enforcement officials. You know what the funniest part about this is that, <clears throat> well, one, let, just some of the details, violators could face civil penalties and a fine of up to $5,000. Uh, her spokesperson said under the order, residents can still transport guns to some private locations, such as a gun range or gun store, provided the firearm has a trigger lock or something. Like, you have no authority to do any of this shit, mm-hmm. which is funny because... The Daily Wire says you do, but David Hogg says you don't. Yeah. Like there are several notable leftist retards 
came out against this on uh-huh. on Twitter over the over the weekend, which is that's my favorite part. It's like we we live in a complete bizarre. This is how you know none of these people actually have any principles to speak of. They just pick their fucking side and try to you know uh, uh, I guess. <clears throat> uh, uh, manipulate the facts to make it fit what they're doing, massage the facts to make it, you know, support their fucking little theory. But, um, you know, the, uh, hold on, where is it? Um, so New Mexico state rep, Stephanie Lord and John block reps, Stephanie Lord, which sounds it's Stephanie with an I and then Lord. That sounds like a porn name. Sweet. John block also sounds like a porn name. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> they're calling for the impeachment of uh governor grisham and uh the new the letter they wrote says i have a news flash for the governor the second amendment is an absolute right and so is my authority to impeach you for violating your oath to new mexico and to the united states now um <clears throat> she did say during her press conference to announce this that the constitution is not absolute right just so everybody knows she said that out loud she said those words out loud mm-hmm. the constitution is not absolute that is been precisely that, what the Constitution say, is. Been saying that about the 14th Amendment for years. Yeah. Well, your parents, for sure. Yeah. Because Bob's parents owned slaves up until last sure week. Sure did, too. Sure did, Bob. Um, yeah, but with this, look, I know why she's doing this. Um, like, I, I don't think she's, she cares. She, I, and I bet you, I guarantee you, she knows the fucking Constitution. Friend or something, somebody was affected by this, and she was like, well, what the fuck do we do about all this gun violence? Here's the last ditch effort, and I don't care if I get reelected and uh, and everything else, because that's basically what you're saying here. Sure, yeah, I, I really think that we should add uh, instead of just laws being struck down or people being impeached or whatever, we need to add criminal prosecution. When politicians violate the Constitution, they need to be criminally prosecuted for that, mm-hmm. right? And thrown in fucking prison forever. Um, it, it's it's just an untenable thing to for, to have a governor of one of our 50 states to say that the constitution is not absolute and then to do something like this, it's fucked. And it's, I know the left's not happy about it because this butt fucks all their anti-gun plans. Now everybody's on high alert again. Now there's going to probably be some court ruling that bans this from ever happening again. Mm -hmm. Right. And they, they don't want that. They wanted to save this one for an emergency, like a real emergency. So they could steal everybody's guns and shit. Now they won't be able to, because this is probably going to go to the fucking Supreme court. And New Mexico is left, right? Uh, they've been blue for a while. Yeah. Yeah. It's like purple. It's a weird blue. I mean, it's not, it's not California and New York blue. I I think, I think it's pretty solid. It's pretty solid blue. As far as president goes, I don't know about their legislature. I think, I think the state is a lot more in flux. Yeah. I I think they're, they're relatively reliable uh, in federal elections, at least for, the president. I, I don't know about senators and stuff like that. But yeah, oh, as far as the state goes, it's pretty. I mean, like if it I would never be surprised if New Mexico voted Republican for a president like ever. I'd be like, oh, we they screwed up. It'd be like Michigan or Wisconsin. Right. It's like, okay, okay that could go blue. That could go like it's purplish. Gotcha. Biden won by 11 percent there. Uh, in the last That's election. actually wild to me. Did uh did Trump win the year before? No, no. In 2016 no in New no Mexico. Way. If Biden won by 11, there's no way Trump won before. No. That. Check it. I. Now, New Mexico used to be one of those weird states. I'm with you, Bob. Biden won by, or I'm sorry, Clinton won by eight points. Oh, all right. Well, and then Obama won by 10. Obama won by 15. Yeah, so it's not uh, close. It's been Bush, left for a while. Bush won in 04, but then now, Gore, Clinton, Clinton before him. It should be noted that uh, 
Gary Johnson got nine points in 2016. The independent candidate? The libertarian candidate. Oh, yeah. We, the libertarian uh, candidate got almost 10% of the vote in New Mexico in 2016. We actually met with that guy during that uh, election, by the way. Um, we sent Jared. Yeah, we went to Jared. Nice. Uh, on that one, and he met with old Gary Johnson. Uh, if you remember, Gary was the guy that couldn't identify uh, certain states over in the Middle East. I believe yeah. it was Syria yeah. at the time. So I think he is he from he might be from New Mexico. Gary maybe, Johnson. maybe, maybe he's a white man. He's a white man. I, I, I thought it would be an Indian or something, you know, he is, in fact, the former. Go go- he's, he's the former governor of New Mexico. Oh, he is. Okay. So he got he got almost 10 percent of the vote in that state. How much turquoise do you think he has at his house? I think he is actually a turquoise statue at this point. Probably, probably New Mexico through and through there. Uh, next up, gas gas prices are about to go up. Actually, they already have. Man, they were high as shit in Alabama. I can tell you that, man. I just got back from there. Um, President Biden was heavily criticized by Republicans and Democrats alike for his administration's actions Wednesday, significantly curbing fossil fuel drilling in an oil-rich region of Alaska. Uh, As part of the actions, the Department of Interior proposed regulations to ensure maximum protection for 13 million acres of land across the National Petroleum Reserve, uh, an area in North Slope Borough, Alaska. Biden further ordered an additional 2.8 million of acres to be withdrawn from all oil and gas leasing in the Beaufort Sea uh, off the northern coast of Alaska. Additionally, Interior Safety uh, Interior Secretary uh, Deb Holland uh, authorized the cancelization of man. I'm Biden it up today, guys. I went hard with you this weekend of seven leases issued in 2021. Uh, to the Alaska Industrial Development and Exports Authority, uh, which is a state agency. Those leases were purchased in January 2021 and span 365,775 acres across non-wilderness areas of the Arctic National Wildlife Refuge. Anwar. There we go. Let's call it that. Um, Yeah, this is full dum-dum times. Like, it's... We, this has been happening for a couple of years, and the left's position is like we're not, we're not uh, stopping new leases. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. Well, they just did it again, right? Yeah. But they'll say they're not doing it. Like, oh, we're just stopping new leases in this area. But what they've done is made it prohibitively difficult uh, to open new leases anywhere else in the country. And the reason that oil companies have been producing more is because they're taking more oil out of the leases that are already active, which is not the safest thing to do, right? You mm-hmm. want to you move that around a little bit uh, because, <clears throat> believe it or not, oil is a pretty good lubricant. Yep. And it helps prevent earthquakes and shit. But they, it's, it's all about this climate change nonsense. This is like, climate change is the major emergency that they're using to fucking erode everybody's rights on a global level. You know what I mean? It's, it's gun violence for here trying to take guns. They're like, oh, fucking... And you, you know, <clears throat> you can tell that it's happening because 70% of gun homicides are handguns used in inner cities, gang on gang violence for the most part. Um, but they want to they ban uh, assault rifles, whatever the fuck that means. Mm-hmm. Also, even, literally like every suicide, except for the two rock stars who put a shotgun in their mouth. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's like, so, and by the way, suicides account for 67% of all gun deaths. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're talking about a very small fraction that have anything to do with any sort of less than two percent any sort of rifle at all, not just a fucking so-called assault rifle. Not but that they use that as a pretext to try to take that gun away because it is a weapon of war. You're right. Mm-hmm. 
And that's why we want it. You stupid fuck. I mean, not that not that any gun should be banned, but like truly, mm. if you wanted to uphold like the real reason the second second amendment is there while also preventing gun deaths, you would want to ban handguns. Uh, more than anything else, yeah. Yeah, right. more than ARs, probably. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. if you were serious about it, if you were serious, like, yes, we need weapons but they're not. to check the government, like, but also we need to stop people from dying. But they're not serious about it. No, I mean, well, I know. That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's the sort of simple logic you can yeah. see. That. If anybody in the federal government was serious about stopping gun violence, they would stop, uh, they, would, they would take their foot off black people's necks in inner cities and let them actually get some upward mobility instead of keeping them on the fucking welfare tit all this time. But at any rate, <clears throat> that's what they're doing domestically and the ESG stuff and, and climate change alarmism nonsense. We were just in an ice age 12,000 years ago. Shut the fuck up, dude. Yeah. Like get, get out of here. But the, the climate change alarmism, that's what they're doing to centralize power globally now. Right. And, and it's, a, it's always some kind of fucking dumb moral issue. Like, Oh, you're fucking killing the planet. The planet will be just fine, brother. Like before any of us even existed on this planet, a Mars sized object slammed into the side of it. We ate it, the fucking crust of the earth blew off, accretion disk, moon, here we all are. You know what I mean? And yeah. 65 million years ago, all like 95% of the fucking life on earth was wiped out by a fucking meteor. Okay, we're still cool. Still here. Still here. Still, still strong. Earth is uh, still here. But there's, there's actually really bad, I mean, Alex Epstein talks about it all the time, but there's really bad consequences to this kind of thinking because... Way more people die from cold than warm, than hot. Like, way, it's not even close. <clears throat> and then the economy's in shambles right now. We're, we're dependent on... Saudi Arabia's fucking with oil prices again. They're trying to drive the barrel costs up to over 100. They've said it publicly that that's what they want to do. Yeah. So they're trying to fucking manipulate our market. <clears throat> um, and we're just letting them do it. I mean, that's... Of all the things that Trump did well, the border and... Energy independence were the two critical things, in my opinion, that helped the economy. Now, as of today, the national average for gas is at 383. Yep. And uh, <clears throat> the week before Biden took over, it was 220. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know I mean, you don't think a dollar 63 a gallon makes a difference to people that are living 65% of all Americans now are living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. 65%. You don't think that matters to them? Like, this is, this is, they're intentionally trying to sabotage our economy. And I like this. Something's got to be done about that. Well, when we had Savannah on the show, what was it last week? I think um, we chatted about this and whether or not is there, the left is trying to push this narrative that Saudi Arabia is trying to get Trump elected by hiking up these oil prices and everything else. Right. Uh, and that going into the election, if inflation stays where it's at, because it hasn't gone down as far as food um, is concerned or gas, obviously, that that would convince people to vote for Trump and get a better economy and all this other shit. Maybe. I don't know the answer to that. Uh, but either way, how does he get out of this? And what is the answer for it? It's certainly not doing this bullshit. You're talking about Biden? Yeah. Well, he's going to get out of it by not existing anymore. Because he's teetering on the edge of life and death. And you can tell. Every, well, time, it's, every, it, yeah. every public appearance he makes, it's like, the Sims character life meter goes down a little bit. It's like, all right, this might be this. this might this oh, it might be the big one? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's like th- he's got very little time on this earth left. But as far as how the left gets out of it, I don't think they want to. I think they're intentionally trying to sabotage this shit. But for what <clears throat> what reason? I guess to create. Here's the problem: if you allow governments or any kind of authority at all, 
break the rules when they're in a, there's an emergency. They mm-hmm. will create emergencies so they can break the fucking rules. But is it is it the same method as like welfare? Is it for, to keep everybody on this tit so that we depend on the government so much that we need <clears throat> these fucking checks? We need yeah. these payments. They want to create a problem that only they can solve gotcha. because then you are fucking dependent on them forever. Not only are you dependent on them, but you have to fucking uh, uh, you can't rise up. Yep. against them you know what i mean because financially like, you can't well not yeah. just not just financially you won't get a you will will not get a groundswell of support look at what happened during covid people that were afraid to lose their jobs or whatever the fuck else they wouldn't do the reasonable thing which is just ask questions mm-hmm. they wouldn't they wouldn't even do that much so what do you think is going to happen when it's actually really bad and people are super dependent on the government you know what i mean yeah, and uh, Bob, if you want to pull up that clip in uh, Hanoi yesterday of, of Biden, I mean, this was some of the, the wildest shit of all time. Because we had the, the, the Medal of Honor recipients uh, who we walked out on and just took a fucking hard right off, off into where. I don't know where he went. He had, he had a poopy diaper. I don't know that he did. I, I genuinely think he's just walking off and that's kind of it. But uh, in this speech yesterday... He was talking about uh, a John Wayne movie, a quote from a John Wayne movie from a movie that doesn't exist. Nobody's been able to find. Maybe it's an unreleased one. I don't know. And it was like a dog face pony boy or what what was the the quote? Play the video here if you got it there, Bob. Dog face pony soldier. We talked about about at the conference overall. We talked about stability. We talked about making sure that the third world, the uh, excuse me, third world, the, uh, the, the, uh, the southern hemisphere had access to change it, had access. It wasn't confrontational at all. Thank, thank you, everybody. This and they just caught his mic. Thanks, everyone. Like, Sorry, shit. Mr. President. You got to shut the fuck up now because you're retarded. And they just play him off like he's at the fucking Emmys or some shit. Like, it's... It, I, I almost, if they weren't completely evil pieces of shit, I would almost feel bad for his staffers. You know what I mean? Because it's like... I don't know how to explain this. It's like you're watching somebody walk that's not very good at walking, and they're, oh, they got a head of steam. I think they're going to make it. You <laughs> see him, you see like an obstacle in the way, you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. As soon as he got tripped up with that, <clears throat> he didn't remember that phrase exactly. It was like they, they knew. They, they, I think they see the cues now. They know when to like, all right, we got to cut this off because they do. He, he's got to get that entire fucking sentence out. Yep. Otherwise, you got to cut that shit off. Right. And he's uh, going to start talking about whatever the fuck he talks about. And having met his staffers, I can tell you this. They're exhausted with it of trying to keep up with it and trying to keep up with this front that he's a, an active person and he's mentally all there and everything else. And in the conversations that you have with them, they're just like, <sighs> it's it's always just a huge sigh where it's just like, you know, the schedule could change at any minute. The, the number of times I heard that throughout the day, I was just like, oh, the, the schedule could change at any minute with him and everything else. And just say it. Just say that you don't know what fucking mental state he's going to be in and whether or not he can do his fucking job throughout the day. Just say that. That's fine. Obviously, you can't. But uh, at this point, man, because I saw the polls, and I don't know if these are real, uh, but I saw the polls this morning. And it's something like it's a record now. 70% of Democrats don't want him to run for re-election. 70% of your own party doesn't even want you to run yeah. for re-election because mentally they don't think that, that you can possibly be there or live through the next term. I hope that they pull him and run Kamala against Trump. Well, can you imagine those debates? Awesome. Oh, it'd be the best. Jesus Christ, dude. That would be like LeBron James playing basketball <laughs> against a toddler. <laughs> I'd love to see it. Jesus Christ. I mean, that would be the most entertaining shit of all time. I don't think it's going to be her, though. 
I'm my, I've already bet it on mybookie.com. Promo code Drinker Bros doubles your first deposit to $1,000, but I put uh, put money on Newsom. There's no way. Five to one? He's the golden boy, and he's there's no way he can win right now. Five that to would one. Be, that would be a, a huge fucking mistake. But if it, if it were to come to primaries, <clears throat> and it's her versus him, who wins? Who versus whom? Uh, d- d- uh, d- not DeSantis. Uh, Newsom versus uh, Kamala. Probably knew some knew some yeah. Honestly, though, too. we've seen that before. I think I for long have thought Mitt Romney was wasted on trying to beat Obama in 2012. Yep. Uh, what do you mean wasted? I'm sorry. <coughs> he was a great candidate at the time, and he got sent to the fucking wood chipper. Mm. Yeah, like there was no beating Obama. So why waste a guy who's a pretty good candidate? Like he probably would have been Mormon? president. Yeah, I so I, yeah. I remember that that entire election, Bob. You know what my honest thought was during it. Um, I thought Obama was going to win, and I think we all knew he was going to win. But Mitt Romney came off so stiff and cold in all of his speeches and meetings and everywhere. He just didn't seem like a relatable guy. He was a robot. He was a, it was a Mormon robot. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know that he ever would have won because he doesn't – the weird thing was there was a Netflix doc that dropped two months after uh, the election, and it was on the Romney family and his the, the entire campaign and everything else. Behind the scenes – he was pretty affable, and so was his family and everything else. And it, I think if the public could have seen that before, it really would have helped him. But he just came off too stiff and robotic. I think he got that rep a little harder than he deserved. I think you're kind of going off like the SNL portrayal of him. No. I, look, I, I went to one of his rallies. It goes Scientology here. Right below that is Mormonism. Some dude showed up in 1900 and wrote some tablet. Like, come on. That's not relevant. He's he's wildly popular amongst centrist Republicans. That's not relevant. But what is relevant is they chose Paul Ryan to be his running mate, who is the... Oh, God. He was even more boring. If Mitt Romney was the most boring person in the world, then then Ryan was definitely I 100% agree. That was the snooziest ticket of all time. They should have just run Ryan. You know what I mean? uh, You got to... they, a they young didn't. guy versus a young guy. It would have made more sense to run Ryan and maybe Pence back then or something yeah. like that that was an elder statesman of the Republican Party. Do you like Party. Paul Ryan? Uh, no. I no, but that's the point. Paul Ryan's always like, oh, I'm a math guy. And then he says a bunch of stuff like, that ah, math sucks. No, what are you talking about? No. Go Some, fucking shave that widow's peak, asshole. Dude, yeah. sometimes you got to have the balls to punt. <clears throat> yeah. Right? So, yeah. Like you do. Like sometimes you got to have the fucking balls to just punt. Yeah, fucking and, Nick Saban could have fucking used that advice. Yeah, and dude, 2012 was a, was a punt situation. Actually, like, Andy Reid could have used that advice too on Thursday. Yeah, no <laughs> shit. <clears throat> Good lord. Yeah, but, but uh, it's that ticket to me was too snoozy. I saw him. I went to a rally, Bob, and saw him in real life. Holy shit, dude! Trying to stay awake during that thing. You almost needed cocaine uh, for that goddamn rally. Because uh, I try to get out and see all these guys, even Obama. Shit, I went to one of Obama's in 2008 just to see what the hype was about. It was like the Trump rallies. It was electric. It, you know, he was going to fucking win. Paul Ryan and those guys. Jesus Christ. It was a fucking I'm, sleep. They um, might as well have called it melatonin, the melatonin ticket. I'm tired of I'm tired of electric rallies. It's making everyone retarded. What do you mean? Uh, with Obama and, and Trump? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what's going to get you nominated. Well, we thought, I guess. Didn't happen everyone in 2020. Wants the, everyone wants the president to be their boyfriend. Didn't happen in 2020. That's what it, it's a popularity contest. So Dan said it for years on this show. It's exactly what it is. Uh, next up, Oklahoma child predator principal should be a fun story. An elementary school in Oklahoma is facing a huge backlash after hiring a drag queen as a school principal. That's not real, is it? This is fake news. Mm, it's real. Okay, great. 
Uh, a drag queen, by the way, who, uh, while the charges were dropped, had child pornography charges 15 years ago. Come on, man. <clears throat> they go through your records, or they're supposed to. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, I mean, so Ryan Walters, who is the superintendent of uh, uh, public schools in, in the state of Oklahoma, has called for the immediate termination of the drag queen who goes by the stage name Chantel Mandalay. And reads storybooks to children <laughs> at local libraries while in costume. <clears throat> Walters, a vocal opponent of the move, slammed the hiring decision by Western Heights School District and told Fox News, quote, it's outrageous to have a drag queen running a school, uh, you know, here in Oklahoma that doesn't line up with Oklahoma values. He saddled parental concerns uh, about woke left wing indoctrination and gender theory and so on. Uh, he continued, I hear from parents every day that they're concerned with this woke left-wing indoctrination or schools of schools, uh, the gender theory, uh, blah, blah, blah. It's completely inappropriate. So the drag queen in question is Dr. Shane Mernan, M-U-R-N-A-N, 52, who was named principal of John Glenn Elementary School. I'm sure John Glenn would be thrilled about this. He would love it um, if he was alive. Uh, in June, has a controversial past with child pornography charges nearly 20 years ago that were later dropped. The judge dismissed the charges during the preliminary hearing due to a lack of probable cause as it could not be proven that the image depicted minors. Mm. So it was like borderline people, but they didn't have IDs out, so they dropped the charges, basically. Got but that, that is, that's like one of those not guilty doesn't mean innocent Yeah, that's situations. enough smoke. Yeah, yeah we're good on that. <clears throat> Uh, do we have a pick of no. uh, Oh yeah, there's there's Homeboy. What what, what uh, how many uh, understand the tits there on this? Those what, are both ones. They're fake. Like that that dummy in wherever the fuck it was that had like the F-size teddies and oh, hung out like okay. that. You can purchase these. So also. the school district said it was aware of the previous charges but defended the hiring emphasizing his uh, qualifications and outstanding reputation. Like look, we know he likes child porn. But he's got four degrees, mm-hmm. man. What's your fucking problems? They, they released a state uh, statement. Uh, Dr. Mernon has been serving the field of education for more than 25 years. That's the more problematic part, that this motherfucker's been around children for 30 years now uh, without anybody saying, hey, maybe let's not do that. So how did he get his first job? Don't know. 20 years ago after being charged with child porn and he just got a job in education? Really? Yeah, I mean, that seems like a bit much, doesn't it? And again, I hate to go back to that pick, Bob, but um, this so this is a dude, correct? Yes. And then they got fake tits. No, 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 no. This no, is just the are, silicone ones no. you can purchase, and they slip over top of you like a vest. Oh, well, you Sometimes said they, you said bolt on, so that that's not that's a whole different story because those are physically yeah, bolted. No, me on and a here. couple comedian friends bought a pair of these uh, about six months ago, and there's a video of a, a man breastfeeding another man with them. Uh, they're like a hundred bucks. All right. Yeah, I mean, and they they feel. Kind of real, like you know, they're plasticky. But sure, the, the technology is really getting great. Is it? Is it? I uh, just. I mean, are we. I think we're all done with technology. Like, I think we're we're good. We're all good. Just put pause. <laughs> I think I don't know that that we need it anymore. So this dude uh, does the drag queen story hour shit in Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's cool. Why not, man? I'll say it again. Take your kids out of public school. And if you can't afford to do it now, if you can't do homeschooling now, find out about your state's position on school choice. And a lot of states, I think 29 now, have some version of school choice where you can get money directly from the state and apply that towards homeschooling or private school or something like that. You got to get your fucking kids out of these schools. It is becoming an issue in this election, too. Uh, They brought it up in that Republican debate as well. 
Um, so this is starting to to gain steam. Uh, and then of course, the did you see the mayor of Burbank? Mm-mm. Burbank, California. Oh yeah. No, Bob. Uh, go to my or go to libs of TikTok, Twitter, or my Twitter, or whatever. Um, <clears throat> yeah, the mayor of Burbank showed up to a fucking drag queen story hour Democratic campaign event yesterday and got spanked with a paddle by a drag queen in front of children. You don't say. Yeah, and okay. there's, luckily there's video. Here oh, there is. All right, great. Let's see this. Uh, so who's who here? The mayor's in the video? The mayor's the one getting spanked. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. Hey, hey, Whoa. Hey, hey. And this is like, what, a struggle session or performative for the kids? Like, look, it's okay for a grown man dressed like a woman to spank you in front of other people. That's not, that's not weird. You can turn the fucking Why would you off. do? Why would you shit. even uh, do this or attempt this? And what is what is the child gain from this? Uh, I guess the child gains nothing, and I don't know what the mayor of Burbank's fucking. His name is uh, Constantine Anthony. He's definitely gay. Are there kids there? I yes. see any. Yeah. yeah, there are children there. Yeah, I mean, it says there are <clears throat> at a Democratic fundraising event. There's also a bar right here. Yeah, well, there's there's bars everywhere, including college stadiums, and I sit next to kids at that fucking game too. So. Yeah, I, it is what it is. I, I don't know that, that California is ever going to change this bullshit. As a matter of fact, they'll probably go harder against it. I'm not shocked by this, but at what point do you, do you not go home and say, man, what, what was the point of that? What was the... Well, they, they're all like, this is the same kind of stuff that happened during COVID. People are afraid to say anything. They know it's wrong. They're just afraid to say it out loud. But if you know video cameras and all that other shit are on you, uh, they don't think that that's what I'm telling you. It doesn't matter to them that it's wrong. It's more important to be accepted by the fucking mob than it is to be principled. But who is the mob in this situation? California at, itself? At California, fucking every major corporation in America, apparently. What but do doesn't, you mean? That, doesn't that seem like, like all, it's... all the fucking the, the, a guy like this or any politician where their money comes from? All those people have ESG scores now, so they're going to. F- uh, uh, fall on the side of, of climate change and man-made. We gotta st- we gotta do something or this fucking weird ass tranny bullshit. It's gonna be one of the two or both in most cases. Don't you think though it might be starting to shift um, with the decline of uh, you know obviously Bud Lights and t- Targets and I don't know if you saw the statement by Liberty Safe that night. <clears throat> oh yeah, I saw it. They raced out a statement. I mean, fuck it. It was midnight, I think, on mm-hmm. their Twitter. And I was like, holy shit. And they were but like, we're not, changing our policy immediately. They're not yeah. concerned. And neither was neither's Bud Light because uh, Bill Gates just bailed them out. Bailed out who? Bill Gates just bailed out Bud Light. Oh, I didn't hear he about this. He bought $96 million worth of Bud Light stock. Shut the fuck up. Is that real? Can you pull up that article? I did not hear this. I don't need to pull it up. I've seen it. I've seen it. It's real. Yeah. It is real. It's real, yeah. So, so, what? The, so these, this, think, this crazy fucking globalist aristocratic class are going to bail these people out the same way that the U.S. government bails out the banks because they're getting fucking paid on the back end of all these deals. It's the same. They're just extracting wealth from the population and trying to push their agenda. That's all it is. I hope Bill Gates did it as a troll. It'd be to, funny. To but just like set people's fucking heads <clears throat> on fire. No, he definitely I, he, is look, an evil A year piece ago, of shit. this would have been the coolest fucking move. Two years ago, if Bill Gates did this, we've been fucking having Bill Gates t-shirts. No. <laughs> Well, the, hey, the, the problem is, though, the Epstein shit came out, and then, then his own wife came out with, with all That's her bullshit. That's what I'm saying, just the timeline. Like, I mean, his own wife, who is the snoo- she's even snoozier than that Romney ticket in 12. Like, when she came out, and she was like, I got to take the kids to a real pi- private island to escape what's going to happen here, and here's why. We were like, oh, shit. Yeah, but how cool is it that she gives him, like, a two-week fuck pass every year? It, that, that even wasn't cool, man. I mean, it's just so fucking bizarre. 
Um, I did not hear about that. That is so wild to me. <clears throat> wow. I, 96 million isn't going to do it, by the way. I don't know why that number. I'm sure something was, it was some amount there. of shares. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. But <clears throat> yeah, it, it may not, it, it may not solely be enough, but it definitely gives them liquidity for a while. That they didn't have previously because they lost twenty eight billion. Oh, in, for in sure. And then they value. sold, you know, an eighth of their brands mm-hmm. for another eighty five on yep. top of that. So you're looking at two hundred million there from that transaction. Fuck, I did not hear about that. Huh? Fucking Bill Gates, dude. Uh, next up, the IRS is weaponizing AI. No shock here. Uh, the IRS plans to use artificial intelligence to crack down on tax schemes by wealthy individuals and businesses. The agency said Friday the move is the latest in the agency's reshuffling after an influx of tens of billions of dollars from the Inflation Reduction Act. (laughs) That's how you defeat inflation (laughs) is to print and spend more money on useless government services. (laughs) Like seriously, they're going to spend this is just the first uh, the first uh, uh, like 80 billion or so I think that they've spent on this. But. You need to make four times that much in revenue to to mm-hmm. offset that, right? At least at a minimum, right? Because you want to fucking that that's the return you want. They're the, gonna get it too. I can tell you this. Yeah. Well, this is targeted towards billionaires, so you don't have to worry about this. Um, so it says <laughs> uh, <clears throat> the federal tax collector said that AI will help audit seventy five of the largest partnerships in the U.S. by the end of the month including those between hedge funds, real estate investors, publicly traded companies, and large law firms. Each partnership averages around $10 billion in assets. Um, <clears throat> the decision to use AI is part of the agency's new focus on combating sophisticated schemes used by the wealthiest, wealthiest tax evaders. Uh, and it said that in tandem with the artificial intelligence will be, quote, dozens of revenue officers assigned to the same task as well as technology. Now, there's only 1,200 billionaires in the fucking world. Yep. Um, so this, this is a fucking lie. This is coming after the middle class and lower class. I can promise you that I just sat on a phone call Friday morning, uh, on that drive and, uh, with our CPA and I go, what are you seeing behind the scenes as, as all this shit unfolds? And he goes, a lot of people are getting audited and he goes, it is definitely not the richest clients. He goes, I can tell you that dude, because the low hanging fruit is people who can't afford a CPA to properly go back in and mm-hmm. fight the IRS and give them what they need. There's also quite a bit more of them, and they have way more to lose. Yeah. So that's where they're going to get this money from. Yeah. It is not the billionaires or no. the millionaires. It is the middle class <laughs> and the lower class, and they are coming for you. Yeah, so the, according to the announcement, the program will target individuals with reported incomes above $1 million who have more than 250000 in recognized tax debt. Um, <clears throat> the agency... Cites 1,600 taxpayers in this category, collectively owing hundreds of millions of dollars in taxes. I mean, if it, let's say it's $900 million. Like it's, they said hundreds of millions. So let's say it's $900 million. Sure. The, the most hundreds of millions it can be before a billion. That doesn't fund one day of the fucking government. No. So they think that's going to make some kind of fucking dent in our $32 trillion debt? I mean, it's fucking retarded. If you think this is aimed at rich people, you're out of your goddamn mind. Yeah, it, it definitely isn't, and uh, I'm telling you, they're, they're training them now. You know this. They're training them now. It's going to get worse <clears> next <throat> year. Next year is where everybody's <clears throat> going to start to see it and be like, oh, fuck. And I think that also might influence the election as well. Yeah, well, this is what, yeah, I think it will too. This is what tyrants do. They create infrastructure to oppress people by saying there's an emergency and then by targeting a group of people that you don't particularly like. Here's a good example. Have you heard of the Patriot Act? Yeah. Heard of that? Yeah. When's the last time you heard about Islamic terrorism? 
Fuck, dude. Not really an issue anymore. No. For us, right? But all the rules from the Patriot Act are still here. Mm -hmm. The Department of Homeland Security, the fucking 200,000 people we hired immediately, and then plus up to like, what are there, like 2.3 million federal employees now? All those people are still there, but the problem's gone. Yeah. You understand? That's how that works. They build the infrastructure during a time of a fake emergency, and they target people that you don't particularly like, and then they fucking use it against you later. That's how this all, it's, it's how it's always worked in human history. Yep. Yeah, yeah. None of this is uh, shocking whatsoever. It's just going to get bad for for everyone next year, man. Um, especially well, I, when this kicks in, dude. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I don't think people are going to respond kindly to this. This is going to be a problem. I, but they'll they'll end up taking it directly out of their banks, um, and that's going to be the issue, man. Well, if they if at the first hint of that happening. They will create a run on the banks, and we'll be we'll have to have get Jimmy Stewart in here to fucking convince everybody to keep their their money in the bank. Yeah, and but they're not going to. I think the first round will be yeah. like people on social media. Go ahead, Bob. Your money's not here. Your your, your money's in, in Georgio shit coin. It's it's in donkey pussy coin. You know, it's not. Come on now, you got a little faith. Potter's not selling; he's buying. Donkey puss coins on the way up. <laughs> Just saying, but yeah, that's that's. I'll never get tired of it. It's. I'll never get tired. Of it. Th- this is, to me, I think if you look at this from a thirty thousand foot view, this run from the IRS against the middle class is probably going to be the last thing to destroy the U.S. dollar. That'll probably be the last thing to do it. So it's going to happen in the next year or two. Yeah, and I think if you <laughs> move to that digital coin, that'll be the the end of it because that that'll be the. So you you always ask when it's time for fucking war. That's when it's time for war. Yeah, like we I, we literally and I, and I'm not being facetious here. If there's a CBDC, a central bank digital coin, we have to overthrow the government and stop that. I think because uh, that'll be the I end of Rogan our country. Said the same thing as well um, on his show. Where he, that was his prediction as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know you've been saying it for years uh, because then you're just pulling money in and out of accounts and all mm-hmm. that other shit. And it's happened to us on one of our businesses where they just reached their hand in and did it. They'll take it right away. They'll take yep. it right out of your bank account. And what they can't take though. Is your Magic the Gathering cards? So I suggest you put at least fifty percent of your portfolio oh, in Magic the Gathering. Kill his microphone, maybe end his life on air, maybe end his life and his existence on air. Uh, next up, the Fifth Circuit rules Biden administration broke the law. The U.S. Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit on Friday ruled that uh, Biden White House uh, top government health officials and the FBI likely violated the First Amendment by improperly influencing tech companies' decisions to remove or suppress posts on the coronavirus and elections. Now, now this is what you said was coming here at the end of the show here. Uh, This decision uh, was written uh, unanimously by three judges nominated by Republican presidents, was likely seen as a victory for conservatives who have long argued that social media platforms' content moderation efforts restrict their free speech rights. But some advocates also said the ruling was an improvement over a temporary injunction uh, U.S. District Judge Terry A. Doherty, that's a weird name, uh, issued July 4th here. Uh, so what's going to happen with all this? Um, well, I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, the new injunction is, um, <clears throat> let's see. Because you're not going to go back and then try this against the 2020 election, right? No, but w- one of the things that, that happened in here is, so the, the Fifth Circuit panel is limited to the government institutions affected by its ruling to the White House, the Surgeon General's Office, the C- CDC, and uh, the FBI. But for some reason, 
removed restrictions that Dottie had put on the State Department, Homeland Security, and HHS, which were all guilty of this as well, and on agencies including the Census Bureau, uh, NIH, um, which is to say Fauci, mm-hmm. um, uh, and, and NAID, which is also Fauci, and the uh, Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency inside of the Department of Homeland Security as well. <clears throat> so there were a lot of people that were guilty of this, but mo- like, I-, I guess the more important part is that the FBI and White House specifically were called out on this. Um, and a- God damn it, dude. According to that ruling, the White House coerced the platforms by way of intimidating messages and threats of adverse consequences. So in other words, the Biden administration forced social media companies to remove our posts that were critical of the Biden administration and uh, or made the Biden White House look bad. Right. That's what the judges wrote. So I don't know what the enforcement version of this is like you like, oh, you broke you violated the Constitution. Now what? Like, I think these people should be put in prison. That should be if you're a if you're a publicly elected uh, person and you willfully violate the civil rights of other people, fuck this fine or impeachment or firing. Go to jail. Yeah. Right. Uh, what the fuck? Well, how is that not part of this? I don't know. And uh, and it's shocking. What was the goddamn it, dude? What happened there? Uh, just fucking stupid phone calls. <laughs> I want to clarify for the audience. We record the same goddamn time every fucking day. <laughs> Who is it? It doesn't matter. <laughs> I'll happily out him. The same thing happens to me, too, where I'm just like, dude, you know me. We're fucking recording every day. Um, yeah, but with, with all this shit, look, we know it's been going on. Will they actually change it? I'm not sure. Me, personally, I try to apply this to like my account, social media-wise, uh, and ours for, for Drinking Bros <clears throat> podcasts, ones that we, we collectively own together and things like that. Uh, they were suppressed for a very long time, and it, it seemed like uh, uh, they went blacklisted. Let's look here on our Facebook. Like that Drinker Bros podcast Facebook one was was the shocker to me because, well, it's not shocking, obviously, but uh, uh, Drinker Bros podcast was at uh, seventy eight thousand followers for roughly two and a half years, and then magically it just started going up again. Now we're up to eighty four thousand followers. Uh, the Instagram's going up for me. The Twitter's going up for me. And I don't know if it's because of shit like this mm. or, uh, you know, if they're because an election's coming or something else bigger is about to happen with some of these rulings. Uh, but I can tell you it is starting to go up <clears throat> and I, something is happening. It feels like behind the scenes. I just don't know if it's this specifically that's doing it. Yeah. I mean, it, it'll be interesting to see if the companies that have been, coerced in this way try to play the victim now like that's what zuckerberg was trying to do on robot show yes like oh they they big boyed me into this like fuck what are you talking about it's your own company and liberty safe is the same way like oh the fucking they had a subpoena you could subpoena my fucking dick yeah bitch i mean jesus fucking christ <clears throat> go to secure it if you want a safe by the way tom is a great dude i've had him on citizen before if you need a safe go to secure it they're not a sponsor just a buddy of mine okay it's the the only reason by the way and I said this last week, the only reason that, that, that Liberty even tried this in the first place is because they have a massive government contract because of their EMP safety rating, that they have a massive DOD contract. It's not been released yet, but mm-hmm. I just happen to know that. Sure. Uh, and <clears throat> that's the only reason that, that's the only reason the federal government would even, do you remember, what was it, 20, it was 2013, right? When Joe Carzanayev and, and his dumb brother, and they were trying to unlock his phone or whatever, yeah. and Apple's like, fuck you. Yeah, Apple's going to go it. fuck themselves. Yeah. yeah, and that was a terrorist. Mm-hmm. 
This is the dude that wasn't even at fucking, or he was outside. He didn't even go inside the Capitol. Yeah. It was his outside. And they want to fucking raid this dude at his family's house or some shit. Like, fuck you, man. And as much as I don't like Apple, um, they did set a precedent of like, mm -hmm. hey, dude, we have the right to say no and go fuck yourself. Nope. So did Liberty Safe. They didn't it's, do that. That's actually a really tricky situation right now. What is? Apple. <clears throat> so right now, the UK and other places are trying to pressure them to basically scan your phone before it is uploaded to the cloud, basically all the information on your phone. And the big Pandora's box of it all is if they have the technology to do that or not. They have hinted that they do have the technology to do it, but they don't want to do it uh it'll be interesting to see if any of these countries are regular or any of these countries force them uh force their hand in like the next like year or two mm, we'll see so basically being, a, be, being able to search everything on your phone at any instant no i i understand i me personally i hope not and then the um, and then whatever government that country is in is going to demand that they they do that yeah but look let's face it uh it's probably going to happen all this other shit is is probably going to happen I wish it wouldn't, but uh, we're beholden to technology, which is still not there. Uh, before we bring up Drinking Bro of the Week, I do want to give a shout-out to Weird One, D'Anthony, that got sent to us today. I don't know if we can say her name or we should say her name, uh, but she did send in a topless photo to D'Anthony and said... Uh, it wasn't to me. It was to the Drinking Bros account. Oh, it was to everybody. Yeah. Great. That, that's oh, that's a, nice to be that's, included. If that anything, was, it was to Danny. That was for the family. God, it got us for everybody involved. Yeah. Okay. She said, hey... Thank you for saving me from depression. Uh, here's a picture of my tits. And, uh, and that cured Giorgio's depression today. So, look, once we day, can help I, each I, other. If I see a new pair of tits once a day, I promise not to be depressed. Exactly. Because that's to all of you, yep. all you listeners, just once a day, I will need to see a pair of tits. Absolutely. And, yeah, they were pretty nice for you in the chat. Yes. We also had a Texas. Oh, was she in the chat? Good. No. I wanted to what? know that no, they were somebody nice. in the chat asked. Oh, they were nice. Yes. yes somebody nice. from the Texas Highway Patrol also dropped off a nice note for us. Uh, Trooper T. Thank, thank you all for keeping the late night shifts passed by with drinking bros and citizen. Yeah. Now, clearly this was written at the end of a shift. Sure. Or her. I don't know if it's a dude or not. The handwriting looks like a man. Well, they don't want to be announced. <clears throat> and I understand that on sure. the show. But uh, I will say this. Um, for those of you who, who aren't day one homies uh, and haven't been listening for the last eight years, that is the exact reason right there that I say good night at the end of every show, although we tape in the afternoon um, because the show launches at night and all these late nights, police officers, paramedics, uh, cleaning crews, whatever you're doing the late night shift is actually what built our fan base at the very beginning of this. Um, and so that's why they always ask us, uh, Delco, I, got, I sent you that text yesterday about turning up the volume um, because some of these guys are working, uh, you know, the night shifts at, at factories and all this other stuff. And uh, that's actually what built the fan base for this. So forever, this is, as long as this show goes on, I will always say good night, everyone, at the end of the show because I'm grateful to you guys who are working the night shift. That's what built the entire fan base for all this stuff. So that's why we do it on the show. Now, we do want to see you guys in person. We do leave the doors open because you guys did build this place, and we'll bring you up on air for Drinking Bro of the Week. Um, first up, we got to bring up our uh, African-American gentleman here. You're meeting the quota this month, sir, and we love you uh, for it, and we have to put you on camera here to let, us, let everyone know um, that you do exist out there and <laughs> he exists and he's laughing at my jokes. So he, he counts as two of the minorities. Well, look, we hate white people equally on this show. So we're all good there. We hate dummies equally on this show. Uh, welcome, sir. Put the mic doing? about an inch from your face. 
Yeah, you can pull it up. It works. There you go. How we doing? There you go. What's your name, sir? (laughs) My name's Steve. Steve, nice to meet you. How y'all doing? Fucking great, dude. Welcome to Drinking Bros. Appreciate it. How long you been listening? Uh, Five years now. Ah, I've been listening since about 2018. Hell yeah, bro. I listened to uh, the main show and mostly the sports show. Okay. And then... uh, I listen to fake news because I don't really follow a whole lot of the news or politics, so I just come to y'all for that. You know, it's funny. A lot of people say that to us. Um, This weekend, uh, a bunch of listeners said the the same thing. They were like, dude, I would rather follow you you guys' recap of the news rather than the actual news and make my decisions from there, which is fine. However, we're not journalists. You know what I'm saying? But y'all put a good spin on it, so it's entertaining to listen to. We try to, and I think it (laughs) makes it funner than everything else out there. Yeah, absolutely. which, Which is why we do it. Uh, you've got some bags here. You got some fun well, stuff for us. What do you have a, here? Yeah, it's just a bag. It's a couple things I've picked up uh, in my travels because I travel for work, which is what I'm doing down here in Austin. So, oh great, are you allowed uh, to say what you do for a living? Yeah, I work in the trade show industry. I work for um, an event company. Basically, the company I work for they contract uh, these different events. We do everything from as small as a hotel conference to as big as a Super Bowl. So oh, that's awesome. Yeah, we I move around quite a bit. I bet. I bet. Uh, yeah. What do you got there? Uh, so one of these things, it's a uh, pick this up. It's a sign, Jordan Spieth, uh, FedEx Cup flag. No way, yeah. dude. Let's go. <laughs> so uh, yeah. that's for, I don't know. I know there's a couple golf enthusiasts in here. We all, we all so. are. Yeah. <laughs> so. There's a winning enthusiast on, on the table right sure now. Sure is. Yeah, I beat Delco this year pretty handily. It was 4-1 to one this year. But uh, you know what's, what's awesome is, um, about a week and a half ago, somebody brought in the Scotty Scheffler one. Now we've got Jordan Spieth. Uh, those are two of our faves here on the show, so I greatly appreciate it. That's, uh, that's awesome, man. Yeah, Thank I you know, very much. Uh, everybody's got – I know most of y'all are baseball enthusiasts, so yeah. there's a home run derby ball signed by Albert Pujols right there. Damn. No way! Let's fucking <laughs> go, dude. Santa Claus, uh, Santa Black. Bobby! Yeah. We got a Pujols I, ball up there. I've picked up a few things, and I know you're an Atlanta boy. So, Die hard. Uh, Is that Dominique? Go. Oh, <laughs> shit, bro. Let's go. Uh, I spent about 20 years in Atlanta. So, uh, Did you really? I grew, up, yeah. I grew up there. So Dominique was my favorite player growing up. Uh, he was That was my end-all, be-all for the Atlanta Hawks. <laughs> Dead serious. All right. Yeah. So I'm a diehard Dominique Wilkins fan, and I don't have a signed jersey from him. Well, Merry Christmas. Dude, thank you, buddy. <laughs> that means a lot. Um, huge fan of his. Uh, not only a great basketball player, but a, but a great person in general. Yeah. He's done a lot for the city of Atlanta. I've met him one time in person uh, at a strip club, and that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> I just said he was a great person, and you're and, uh, like, oh, I met him in Magic City. Were you in Magic City down no, there? No, it wasn't Magic City. Which one? It Magic City. You say it. It was, uh, it was actually Shooter Alley before it closed. Oh, shit. Yeah. Goddamn, dude. <laughs> that's some old school shit. Yeah, I'm, like I said, I, I spent quite a bit of time out there. My family actually still lives in Conyers right now, so. Fuck, dude. You could yeah. pull strippers off the stage at that place, man. <laughs> if you have the right kind of cash. Yeah. <laughs> Spent a couple nights in there. I'm, I'm yeah, familiar, yeah, yeah. That doesn't exist anymore. No, it's gone now. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> He's well. a great guy. Great for the city. Yeah, yeah. I, I spent some yeah. time with him in a strip club. Spent, Holy yeah. shit, dude. I feel like you can say that about most people down there. Though. Totally. Like, you're going to run into him somewhere. Because he's, he's, he's got a brother, too, who played for a little bit. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, he was always the strip club. <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, who would you like to give Drinking Bro of the Week to? Uh, I know most people just give it to, like, a single person or, you know, whatnot. But I want to I wanna do mine for my whole family, uh, mom, dad, both my sisters and my brother. Um, yeah, you know, it's coming up, and especially, like, maybe – 
10 years ago, I was going through a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, my family, they, they had my back the whole time. And a lot of who I am right now and the fact that I'm even here right now is because of them. So that's who, uh, that's who I wanted to give that to. That's awesome, man. Yeah. That's awesome. Cheers. I uh, hope you had fun today. Did you drink any hard enough seltzers back? Oh yeah, I've, I've had. Uh, I'm actually working on my third one right now. <laughs> okay, well that's when it starts to kick in, friend. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm. They're they're good. I'll say that much. <laughs> yeah, we got the Monday morning recap after this show. So, I'll be hanging out for uh, yeah, that. Feel yeah, feel free to I'll load be, up. It was a big be, weekend. Be hanging. Oh yeah, absolutely. It was a absolutely. big weekend. A lot mm-hmm. of shocking uh, wins. Wins uh, out of out of some underdogs. Yeah, there, there was a couple of them that uh, it was. I don't know. I, some of the NFL ones, and I'm big into fantasy, so there was. I can't wait to hear y'all's uh, recap Boy, about that. I'm pissed. I'm pissed. <laughs> I mean, I picked the Lions, and I was like, all right, it's going to be a great weekend. And then yeah. I picked Bama after changing oh, that after was... six weeks. I, I said Texas, and then I changed the and, uh That was the biggest one. I actually uh, – I had Colorado. Like, I had the Buffaloes. I, that was an easy pick. I mean, Nebraska, That's what I thought. Nebraska's trash. That's what I thought. <laughs> These two uh, dummies were like, no, Nebraska's <laughs> awesome. I was like, no, dude, they're not. No, I don't even know how Matt Rule got that job. Yeah, it's on all the there. other teams. The Rue, baby! <laughs> uh, but yeah, I got to hang out uh, downtown for that for that game. And man, I, I tell you what, UT fans are, they're wild. They are. They are wild. Yeah, and they, and they traveled. Um, so, you know, being there, there was like, shit, 20,000 of them there? Yeah. It was a lot. Uh, and they were certainly amped that they made the journey out there. I can yeah, tell you that. Yeah. I was sitting with – we sat – our entire section, for some reason, was UT fans. Uh, and I will say this. They were, they were actually very polite, and, uh, and it was great. Oh, yeah, um, they, were, they were cool. I mean, they were, they were cool. I was out there with my Georgia red on because I'm yeah. a Bulldog fan, so – uh, I had I had my red on and they were kind of giving me shit about it and it was like wait a minute you don't you don't want Alabama to win anyways do you I was like no I'm I'm basking in all of this right now <laughs> you just want to see it go down yeah I just yeah. wanted to see him lose that's that's all I wanted so I was out there celebrating with him yeah uh, uh, well cheers buddy uh, let's see who else do we got back there uh, is it you yeah come on up there you go thanks for being on man yeah appreciate y'all yeah absolutely dude. Absolutely. Come on in, sir. Come on in. Oh, you don't have to walk all the way around. You can walk right, right through camera if you want to. It's the long walk. We need to get something like a Price is Right music. Come on down. What was the little mountain climber that was going oh, up? Oh, the, the yodel guy? The yeah. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you got to beat it before the, he, he goes off the cliff. Yeah. Man, I don't know how I'm going to follow that. There you go. You just uh, fall off the cliff. I know. He just gave oh, us like man, all the greatest things of all time, and you have nothing. You've nothing. I'm just here. I can do this for you. There you uh, go. Oh, you Longhorns fan? Oh yeah. Uh, cheers. Congratulations. I haven't been on the tore win. up like that in a while, but I bet. And then shit. My uh, one of my buddies, Casey. I'll shout out Casey. Uh, diehard Longhorns fan. Diehard Cowboys fan. I go. This is the greatest weekend oh, of your yeah. entire life. So enjoy it. Yeah. I don't know if it'll ever happen again. And then Florida State's my number two. They won. You can't and then all three of my fantasy teams won this week. Did they really? So I lost. Uh, G- Geno right Smith fucked me, dude. Geno Smith fucked <laughs> that me. That Cowboys defense, they they killed it for me. They, I bet they did. Oof. They won a lot of people games last night. I had them a lot in two of leagues. People. 40 to zero. Yeah, Oof. it was awesome. God yeah. damn. Uh, tell everybody your name. Uh, Corey Cecil. There you go. Uh, Who would you like to give out Drinking Bro of the Week to? Uh, my buddy Richie. That's just my dude. Okay. He was my best man. I was his best man. Uh, kids, godfathers, both ways. So that's my guy. Awesome, man. Cheers. My wife's cool, but he's yeah, cooler. She's all right. <laughs> she's all right. Wives come and go. You know, yeah. homies last forever. Yeah, she let me come up here today. So I, did she? Yeah. All right. I mean, I was off today, but 
Okay. Now I got to go pick the kids up after. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, Is anybody else back there, or did Homeboy leave? Did he have to leave today? We, we got one more, but he's good. I think he has a real job. Oh, he's got a real he's, job. He, he and looks he can't like do someone it? who has a real job. I understand. Yeah, he nods. Yeah, he, I understand. He's like, yeah, I can't be a part of this bullshit. He's like, I yeah, I'm it. gonna get fired. I make way too much money for you to get fired. I get it. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, look, man, we appreciate you guys coming in uh, again. We leave the doors open for you, and uh, you built this place. You should be able to come out, hang out, enjoy it, have some hard AF seltzers, some laughs, and uh, and stick around for a couple shows. We got uh, Drinking Bros Sports after this. By the way, separate RSS feed over there. Um, so if you want to subscribe, that would be great. Obviously, go to iTunes, rate and review the show, and then head on over to Spotify. That's just a five-star, and you can walk away at that point. But uh, subscribe to Drinking Bros Sports over there. We have a lot of fun, a lot of gambling, a lot of wins, and uh, some bad losses after this weekend. But looking forward to that Jets-Bills uh, game tonight where I can win it all back. Let's go, baby. Appreciate you tuning in, kids. For D'Anthony, D'Anthony Holloway, I'm Ross Patterson. This is Drinking Bros Fake News. Good night, everyone.